So, Stevie. Yeah, what up, Corey? Is 314 Day still a thing? It is still a thing, but it feels like it's losing its uh, momentum. Why do you say commercialized? I feel like I saw more posts from people trying to sell or advertise things for sale than I did people who were just being like, shout out 314. Well... I mean, it's maybe that's been maybe that's used. what it's always been. Yeah, it's all. That's why I was kind of confused, but then I do kind of see it that it's like, well, like all right. So for example, I know they're they're not around right now anymore. Uh, but like the St. Louis Chicken and Wings, what was it? There's like they they went out, but really they they stopped. I think they operate as a food truck now, but they closed down their locations. St. Louis Winko. Yeah, yeah. But they used to do this for three one four three one four day. It was three fourteen. You got Red Hot Ripwits, a six piece, a drink. And something else. That's crazy. And it was like a really great deal. And it was like, come celebrate a St. Louis spot. But like Emo's, for example, their 314 day deal was buy a pizza. And you can buy toasted raviolis for 314 mm. But I mean, they have coupons already that are better than that deal. Mm, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be one thing if it was buy toasted raviolis for 314 But you gotta yeah. buy a whole pizza just to activate that deal. I feel like it used to be the day to drop shit. Everybody had a song. Everybody yes. had a video. Everybody had something, a project. Yes. Whether it be like a freestyle video. Yeah. Or just like their photo sets and being like, I'm a singer. Did J Hop drop that freestyle on 314 Day? Let's check. I think he might have. I think he might have. It was close, it was around. Yeah. That freestyle was hard, oh, bro. We might have to play that later, we bro. We definitely should. That was a crazy freestyle. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was dope. But but yeah, I just I remember I remember dude, it used to be like a thing. It used to have it was? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if that would the interview was three and four, but he definitely dropped that. Yeah. Which no, is smart. He he knew. He knew. Yeah. He knew <laughs> that shit was gonna get shit. Yeah. yeah. Shout out J Hop, man. That shit was that shit was fire, bro. I t- I I opened that up and I was like I was like, this is so dope already, just seeing J-Hop, like, just off the thumbnail, like, yes. seeing him, like, at, like, a radio station, I saw that was a freestyle, I was like... Definitely. Like, it feels like some old, like, 2010 shit, like, seeing Kanye freestyle, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then he started, I was like, damn, and he just kept going and going, bro. Yeah, the best hard. bars were, in the, like, tucked in the middle. I just kept, I played it back a few times, because I was just like, whoa. Yeah. But, yeah, it used to be, it used to be the day for to drop shit, but... Maybe know. we were also just... We don't follow as many people that are dropping shit. I accidentally like. dropped the next day. <laughs> I <laughs> didn't even think about it. You went for the Ides of March. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I went for uh, March 15th. was my first cat ever's birthday. Aw. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> yeah. It was always, it's always my favorite day, March 15th. It's a good day. I always love the 15th of each month. Yeah. But like 15 is a lucky number for me. Yeah. Congratulations on that drop, by the way. Thank you. Fire song. Thank you. I, I loved every part of it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, we excited to get more shit out. We got another song coming soon. Then we got the the EP coming out. I was almost going to say the name, but I'll wait a little bit. Give him some suspense. Yeah. Yeah, we got some got some shit coming up, man. How you doing today, Stevie? I'm doing good. It was a beautiful day out today. Uh, my boss is in out of town. so. Mm. Oh, so that's why you was uh, chill yeah. today? <laughs> I have a little bit of chill time this week and so it feels nice to be able to soak in like a little bit of the the warm weather wait so are you like you just don't get a you don't get a work or you don't have to work i just don't have to go to the office mm, okay yeah um so as long as the calls are slow my day is slow so you're still doing your rounds yeah okay. well i save them till 
usually on these weeks, Monday and Friday, since there's no installs. But okay. yeah, just a chill week. Get to jam on some music, which feels nice. Um, yeah. But how are you, dude? I'm good, man. Just fucking working, yep. as always. And How did uh, Daylight Savings treat you? Um, you know, I thought we gained an hour. I was fucked up. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought I thought I was getting an extra hour of sleep, sleep, (laughs) and so I like stayed up late, you know. And then I woke up the next day and was like, woke up at like nine, and that's like late for me. And yeah, and then I don't know. And then yeah, that night I just stayed up so late on Sunday night. Like the next day, I stayed up so late. I woke up Monday morning so fucked up, bro. Like I like yeah. Damn. Yeah. No, I feel it. I like. I was up at two o'clock when it went to three, and it was just a bad. It was thing. at two when that happened. Yeah. Okay. Because usually to go from like two to one. Okay. Or not usually, but when it goes back, it goes from two to one. Um, so this time it went from. Okay. Two to three. So I've been so confused, right? So we have. It's actually on this EP, but we have a we have a song, and I have a line where I'm like, "We just lost time this weekend." <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there's there's more to it, but like, I wrote that during the last daylight savings time. Oh, nice. And I was sitting there like, "Why did I say all that on the last daylight savings time if we lost time this time?" And I've been so confused <laughs> about why I said that last time, and I was like, "That wasn't a year ago. That was like six months ago. It had to have been September." Yeah. Now I get it, because we did lose time technically, but yeah. we gained it at the same It was confusing, man. I'm Time's uh, crazy. I think that I, I stand firmly in believing that this should all just be removed. Yeah. Well, did you hear that uh, the Senate is, like, discussing it? Yeah. Isn't yeah. that weird? It'll be cool if it, if they'll bring it, if it'll move a little bit more. It's been brought up before, but. Well, it, you know why they do it, right? For fucking farmers. Yeah. And it's like it really doesn't make sense, because, like, the farmers could just get up earlier yeah i don't don't know know. how much it affects them anymore i don't know but like it really does just throw things off for people and it like doesn't make sense that we there's nothing more crushing than that first week of when the hours go back and like you get off work and it's four or five o'clock and it's just dark out yeah and you're like wow yeah winter's here yep yeah depressing man but then the opposite happens and you're like woo. I was gonna say, bring out the sunlight, baby. Yeah, and that's a good feeling. But yeah, I don't know the if, right time. I don't know if it. I'd just rather just be like feeling medium throughout than the high and the low. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, no matter what, like the the rate at which the sun rises and sets, that changes daily. Yeah, it still has its own pace. So I always thought it was like to keep up with that. It just kind of enhances that. But so does that like go back and forth then, or is it just ever changing in one direction? So or does it's like it like slightly go one way and then go back the other way? When it starts to become more summertime, it stays sunnier longer. So the sunsets are already starting to be later, but then we boost that and we say now we're going to give you an extra hour of sun. And then as it starts to get darker earlier, we're like, all right, we're going to bring it back in and make it darker earlier. As well as it's starting to get darker earlier. So that means it has you, to do with that means you guys are gonna be that means we're gonna be losing sun in the summer though. No, it would just mean in the morning. That's why they do it. Well, they would keep it. Well, it would make it they night would keep quicker. It, they would keep uh, this like daylight savings would be permanent, not the opposite. It's like this would be the usual time for forever. Mm. It's just the I think it's the winter that messes everyone up. 
where like it's starting to get darker early and then what we if, speed that up. What if that was a government ploy to just make us more depressed in the winter? I believe it. Boost antidepressant sales. Yeah. Now, now you're on to something. We're cracking the code. We're on to you, government. Yeah. All right. Let's get this shit started, bro. So complicated. You listen to Lucky Day? No, is that what this is? I was just about to ask. This song's tight. I've been hearing about this dude for years, and I just, like, I guess he... I guess this is like his first real like album release. Got it. I don't know, but people are saying this shit is crazy. So I I tuned in. It was like one of those first times I like listened to an album because I heard a lot of people talking about it recently. Like I feel like that never happens anymore. Yeah, it's happened sometimes, but not often. Yeah. I feel like people don't talk about albums. What was the name of this person? Lucky Day. Lucky D A Y E. Yeah, he got this new album called Candy Drip that just dropped. Yeah, I was just looking through it. Got Smino on it. Yup. Yep. And Lil Durk. Yeah, wait, the Lil Durk's on fire. Wait, hold on, hold on. Since he was talking about Durk being, trying to be in Marvel movies now. Yeah, the rumors. sample a little bit yeah 
Mm. Yeah, you got to check that shit out. Yeah, this sounds tight. Yeah. Some summer vibes. It's a good album, but... But what is it, man? Episode 57 now? 57. 57. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Movie Club Podcast. The club where we only talk about movies and nothing else. Mm, yeah. If you if you dare mention anything that's not a movie, you can get out of here. So what do you think about the latest Skeet and Kanye? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Bro, it I just I just want Kanye to stop Instagramming about it. I know yeah, well of course. Um I know I know Kanye has been in the wrong for so long, but who do you think looks worse in the text message leaks that just came out? I thought the intentions of Pete were good. What? To meet up and talk about it? Wait, wait, wait. But, but all right, I'm going to – all right. I just want to – but he started, like – he started crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I said, like I said, the, started in, the intention of meeting up is good, but maybe, like, the way he went about it is a little trolly. I don't know. It's, there's just it's just like uh it's like red flag city everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even Kim going on the Ellen show and being like, "Oh, it was so cute that Pete got a uh, his my name tattooed on him after like three months," and it's like that's kind of traditional, uh, like I don't know, hot and heavy relationship with some red flags in it. You know? Yeah. I, I almost know. got a name tattooed on me once. Really? Yeah. That's fire. Do you regret not getting it tattooed on you? Uh, it was kind of a crazy story because we were in the tattoo parlor and waited for like hours. And I had like a job that night and I had to leave. And that's why you didn't get it? Yeah. Damn. And then we like just didn't set it up and we kind of never talked about it again. Damn. Yeah. That That's a side. Is that the the root of all of it falling apart was not getting the tattoo? I don't know. I always wonder about what if what would happen if I would have got that tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you can go get it right now. No, nah, no, fuck not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, bro. What do I don't, you think about it? I don't know. I think like I just think personally, I think Pete should have just never mentioned her or the kids at all. I know he tried to come in like nice, but it seemed like any any person in Kanye's situation is gonna read that like passive aggressively, even the the start of it all. You know what I mean? Like yo, like she's you know, it, I don't know, it's just like No, I get it. I think for me the one thing I could give Pete the benefit of the doubt of is just being like maybe a in behind the scenes stuff. And, like, seeing how it, like, really is playing into, like, affecting his kids when he's not around. Yeah. And, like, knowing how the things are going down. Uh, and that's what we don't know. Yeah, and it's just hard to tell what's actually yeah. going on. And Kanye does a really good job of sort of making things so unclear by acting, uh, like, yeah. by the way he just is freeform posting on Instagram. It, but like, sort of creates confusion on like what the actual narrative is here yeah and like what's actually happening but also like i feel like pete shouldn't actually know what's really going on with kim and her kids well you know what i mean like like i mean obviously kim you know what i mean unless they have like a for real dating well if they have a, but i mean the the truth is like if you start dating somebody that has kids like 
there you're involved should... in that kid's life. Yeah, but I don't know about instantly in a public relationship like huh. this. But you know like, what I mean? And it's fucking Pete Davidson, I know, too. But you know what I mean? It's been like, like four or five months. I guess. But now's about the time where you should be meeting the kid, if anything. That's probably true. I, I honestly, I have no frame of reference on what the proper dating etiquette is for adults, especially celebrities, in terms of meeting kids and stuff. I feel like the celebrities got to have the rule of anything. I feel like normal shit is sh- maybe, yeah, that there's not a five-month gap, you know? Yeah. It's probably pretty soon. But, like, celebrities who have, like, full-grown nannies and stuff and, like, can, you know what I mean, can, like, actually, you know, get yeah. out for their dates and stuff. Yeah. But there's also the element of, like, you got to be real with your kid. You know what I mean? You got to explain to them that, like, yeah, like, hey... Me and your dad are, are separated. I'm yeah. seeing other people. Like, that's just what it is. Yeah. I don't know. And, like, like, it's, like you were saying, it's kind of just hard to tell what's going on. Yeah. And, like, I don't think it's difficult because I don't think Kim's in the right on a lot of this stuff. Yeah, I wonder if Kim's upset because, all right, the other thing is those text messages, they were blue on Pete's side. So it's like those were from his phone. Like, those got leaked because of him. Like, Kanye didn't put those out. That's, like, the one thing about it, and it's very... I mean, to be fair, though, he could have been taking screenshots of it just being like, hey, like, what do you think of this conversation I just had with him? Do you think I did a good job or not? To, like, a friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure, but he should know not to fucking do that right now. Yeah, I know, but, I mean, if I was in Pete's shoes and I was, like, texting Kanye West, I would probably want some feedback on how I'm handling the situation. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It... It's all very confusing. Like I said, I don't think Kim's in the right. You know, it was kind of funny watching her get dragged this week on the internet for being like, I just don't think people are working hard enough right now. (laughs) It's like, oh, Kim. Um, Get off your ass and work. Yeah. But then sometimes I feel like Kanye displays the behavior of somebody that could, like, in the heat of the moment, like, actually physically harm somebody. Yeah, he's he's erratic like I just don't want him to accidentally... I don't Not know. If, I don't think he would, but he does. I I could see how people would try to flip it and make it seem that way. Yeah, I just I get I get nervous about it. Yeah. Uh, not that I think he would. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I just want peace in this situation. There's a there's too much shit going on in the world right now for, for this to be this long of a topic. Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah I don't know. It just, man, it's it's crazy because. Cause and Kanye even posted it, but and I hate talking about it, but <laughs> but there was this shit about him antagonizing Mac with Ariana, yeah, on the I, same shit. So this was just I think that that was just a nasty rumor, and it's just not fair to bring Mac's name into the situation. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. But, but I just like even before any of this, like I, I remember that, and and that was like a big thing that got like, you know, it it got, it got blown up, but then it got all deleted. That's yeah. what made me. That's what made me think, okay, like, like I don't know who did this. Like, I think someone did that. Yeah, I think it probably got deleted because the real story is that he got sold bad drugs. What? Yeah, of course. I'm yeah. No, no, no. Nothing about like nothing about that. But I'm just saying that that happened at some point. 
I'm not saying that that was like a cause of anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to say that at all. Um, yeah. But but if that were to happen, I I just know that that happened at some point. Not saying it was any, you know, escalating point for him, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like for me, it's just sad to see somebody I looked up to a lot trying to use the internet to like wish harm on some guy that I don't know. Yeah. Cause like it, I don't know. Sometimes I get bugged by it because it clearly breaks some of Instagram's terms and conditions and guidelines in terms of harassment. But like because he's Kanye, it doesn't get anything. Yeah. I don't know. And I mean like it's a complex situation cuz like sometimes the things that he says on his posts are right or like I I agree with. Yeah. It's just the method he goes about it. I don't know. And Pete obviously seems like a troll. Yeah. Well, and that I wasn't even trying to say anything about like Kanye's post necessarily. I was just saying that this kind of this kind of just adds to Pete's character in a sense of from of rumors that have been said in the past. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Yeah. Um I it just kind of, it just kind of, I don't know. It just kind of, he just, I don't know. He looks anti- and he knows what he's getting into. Like he knew exactly what he was getting into. Like yeah. he, he appears to love this shit too. Yeah. You know I think I mean? it just like, doesn't, I think like, you know, like how some people, you know, like, uh, people who like climb mountains with no ropes, they sort of like in their brain chemistry, like they're like wired a little bit different to like not fear that like element of death. Yeah. Like Pete just seems like he doesn't really get stressed out by like these types of situations in a way that like yeah. a normal person would. And that can be frustrating well, to no, have it, to like or it could be seen I guess I see it as he seeks them out. Yeah. You know. That could be true. It does just seem like I mean like if you're in Pete's shoes, you're a comedian, you work on SNL, suddenly you're in this whirlwind relationship with Kim Kardashian. You know, like Yeah. You're you know what I mean, that's like random as fuck. Yeah. I mean maybe it's not because it's it's Pete. And it Pete is random as fuck, and it's probably I don't know what it is, but I, you know, yeah, there's just part of my, part of my brain thinks that you know he just loves being able to play this good guy part. You know what I mean? And he's gonna, and he, you know, and and those text messages show to me that like there's part of him that doesn't really wa- that doesn't give a fuck about it. You know what I mean? Because it's like I I don't know. He he was like. He he was just so, you know, he was so crazy and then was like, I, I want to help you, bro, at the very end. You know what I mean? Like, after being like, oh, I'm in bed with your wife right now. You know what yeah. I mean? And sending photos. Like, you don't say that and then say, I want to help you. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. And I, I don't know the timestamps on him either. Yeah. You know I what mean, I'm saying? Or the order. Yeah. Because that could have been the last ones that he sent after all of that. Or it could have been a different day. Um, I think I get mad that Kanye keeps bringing up the fact that Pete has gone to rehab. Yeah. And that Pete is like gotten help for mental health stuff yeah um especially when like you hear rumors about like how julia fox was and it's like yeah that you no know, that's that seems like more dangerous to have around your kids than pete no offense to julia no 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 i no i that dude that's that's what made me super worried about kanye when he was like doing the miami stints with julia fox and shit like dude was wearing the same outfit for like three days straight and it's like bro you are like the fashion guy like you can't be caught wearing the same outfit like that like at least change it up yeah you know and that just to me is like all right that's a red flag for like you're you're on something different right now you know like you're just on a different wave like than you've ever been on and all right, let's move past this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, I, yeah. It's crazy that it's just like, for me, it, it's wild that this hasn't resolved. 
Dude. Or, it, like, it just, like, seems to keep bubbling. I know, and it's like, man, you think, like, Kanye can't go through any more bad phases. And then it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it just starts, and it won't end. It's crazy, because I, I, you know, like I still root for Kanye in a lot of ways. I just don't... It's just wild seeing, like, people's legacies end up differently than you expect. Yeah. I don't know. I sort of almost, at this point... Have a lot of admiration or admiration for Frank, just like sort of dipping off. <laughs> He's not involved and just like experiencing the world a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder, wonder what he thinks about life, man. <laughs> we haven't even heard anything from him. We just no. know that we just all we know is that he had a he had a tough time making that jewelry, but he's glad it's out. Yeah, and he keeps <laughs> popping up at a lot of shows and concerts, which is cool. Yeah. He was at the Claro show when she was in New York. Really? Yeah, and uh, he was at the Tyler one just this last week. That's dope. There was a video you, you went could to a see. Claro show. That's yeah. amazing, bro. Isn't it? I was like, that's tight. That's so sick. Yeah, there's like a video at the the Tyler show, and he uh, like a fan, like you could see them wave, and he's recording them, or he or she or they, he's recording them, uh, Frank, and he like looks over and he smiles, and it's like, oh, nice. He's like, actually acknowledging that people are acknowledging him, and not just being like a reclusive little internet celebrity yeah not that he's just an internet celebrity but i mean there was rumors of him playing music could be like a few months ago for people yeah i know he's probably has he's sitting on stuff obviously but i'm fine with him just out there in the world doing things like showing up i felt super bad for claro there was like a moment at one of her shows that because she's kind of switching to like a more somber acoustic vibe yeah and she has this song that's called Blouse, where it's like about uh, sort of like the male gaze or being um, like sexualized in the music industry. Mm. And it's just like her and a guitar song. And while she's trying to play it, some girl keeps yelling out like, you're so hot. Really? Yeah. And then like, you could just like see it, her like cringe at it and like. While she's trying to sing this beautiful ass song, probably. Yeah. It, uh, about specifically yeah. people sexualizing. And it's like, damn. I don't know, but like I sort of get not I, I, not I sort of get I understand where that confusion happens because there are people that go to these shows and they're like, I'm going to the show to party a little bit and have a little fun, turn well, up, and like that's not the vibe Claro's on. Well, right? yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if people should, you know, I don't. I, I guess what I'm saying is like I I could see I get it for a lot of other people, but I feel like Claro's the one that I don't know if people are going to party, but yeah. if you I mean like if you missed this current era or transition into like this yeah. this sound of this album because the last one had like a lot of dancey songs too yeah but and there's always that friend that goes to the show that like doesn't, doesn't know actually the know. artist that wants like those the party. kids that said x was at the batman you know what i'm saying yeah where they don't even realize like what they're there for they're just there to yeah. have fun yeah they just there because they think it's a party yeah yeah damn man yeah Well, Robert will be on at some point, at some point tonight. I, don't I almost know. asked you if you went and saw X, but that that'd be done tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow. You plan on seeing it still? Yep. Dude, I've heard a lot of good things. Yeah, can I mean has the Rotten Tomatoes score changed at all? I don't know if it has, but somebody called it uh like a sexy version of the Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's kind of what it seems like. You know, they're out in the cabin and shit happens. Yeah, I don't know, dude. That was crazy that it had like a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up to see if it still does. I can see it still doing, like, 
I don't really care about that shit anymore, but I know if it gets, you know, if if it's 100%, that's good. It's sitting at 98 right now. 98? Yeah. That's crazy. I saw nobody was at, like, 82. Yeah. Definitely. And for an action movie, too. Dude. So, are we going to talk about it? We should wait for Rob to come on. Uh, Guys, this week we have a special uh, visit from Rob. We, we don't even have any TV to talk about. Isn't it crazy that there's just this giant TV drought? I knew it was no, coming. No, it's not. I knew it was coming. It's not happened. How I Met Your Father just ended, which That's is fair. fire. First season, phenomenal. I've been, I've been going through New Girl again, and that show's just amazing. Uh, Shit. Bel Air. I gotta watch it. I told you about it last week, right? Yeah. I talked about Did it. Did you watch it all? Yeah. Phenomenal? It's not over yet, but... Yeah, it's fucking amazing, bro. Like, that's crazy. How often does the internet get something wrong like that, dude? I've never seen a reboot. Well, the trailer, the first trailer came out, and you're like, "What the fuck?" You you just so instantly many people were like, "Ah, oh, this is just gonna be like a." Uh, yeah, I saw it and was like, "Fuck this show! I'm not watching this." Right, and then I saw the internet being like, "Actually, wait," and then I heard people talking about it, and then. Fonz even liked it a lot. Really? Yeah, remember when we had Fonz on? He said to watch it. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And like when he explained it, it made sense to me how it could end up being good. Dude. It's like the Empire uh, power type. Oh, no, no, no. It's exactly that. That's awesome. It's exactly that. But like I've never seen a reboot like this. Like they keep so much shit and the way they introduce it all is just perfect. But yet they change up so much shit to make it modern and and they really nail it, bro. They really almost like set, they almost created a new way to reboot things, if you ask me. That's wild. That's Which a good that's a good sign. Is gonna inspire some shit. I'll tell you that. Like some bad shit or some good yeah. shit. Yeah. And I don't wanna see this like do five seasons. Like Imagine if we get like a it's like full house reboot. Except it's like I guess that just I would just think like it just ended up being like shameless. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I don't know enough about Full House, but Full House isn't about a fucked up house, though, is it? No, no, but I mean, like it's just uh, it's like three dudes taking care of a family. Yeah, like one father and two friends. They could do it like Shameless, but not be like not as character. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, Beller Beller does it, man. You got to check it out. I definitely got to. I saw my list. I'm like out of. Not out of TV shows. I finished that one, that one anime, Boji. It's crazy to see an anime that has like sign language in it, because mm. like the little prince is deaf and mute. I never heard of it, Boji. Boji. It's actually called Ranking of Kings, but the the main character's name is Boji. Mm. And you're just rooting for him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to watch right now. I feel that it. it I definitely I just, just going back. To, I'm going back to movies at the moment. I just accidentally paid for a month of Showtime because I started their free trial. Yeah. And then I, I still haven't watched Yellow Jackets. I've watched like two episodes, three episodes, and, and I was into it, and then I just stopped. Fair. I want to go back and watch that show. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta, man. Got to do the Atlanta rewatch. Did it? Did it? The first episode come out? Nope. When is that? Tomorrow? No, twenty fourth. Twenty fourth? Yeah, I think. Okay. Okay. It's like the twenty something, something in the twenties. Got it. That's yeah. a good feeling. Did you ever finish, go back and watch that last episode? I, You know, I think I've seen it once, but I think I've seen it so out of context with the whole rest of the season. Like, yeah. 
um, that I just need to rewatch the season, like, in, you know, in the same week. Definitely. I think I'm going to go back and rewatch it. Yeah. I've seen the first uh, season, like, a bunch of times. So. A million times. I've seen, especially the uh, the band episode. Yeah. Like, the public access episode. I've seen that a million times. Yeah. That one actually is kind of weird to me. I don't know. Yeah. I loved it at first, but then I'm like, I don't know. It just kind of, I don't know. Certain parts that he didn't like. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I want to talk about the movie, bro. This is fucked up. <laughs> I want to talk about the movie, man. You want to play another song real quick? Um. Yeah, we'll play this. Uh. First, I let it breathe for a second. Do my thing for a second. She want me in a second. Shorty, just give me a second. We started in the back of the back. Now they need backup. I told her mama, I'm a breaker back whenever she act up. It's the raunchy Rockefeller. 30 hours never better. Got rid of dead weight on the red eye. All my shots is dead eye. I'm never slipping. I'm never bit missing. We bet on black. Honest guys, where we at? Playing crazy across the map. It's all luxurious. Our wins left them furious. With two bad goods and they both buy curious. Can't even pronounce the name brand. She just buy cause she curious. Taking deep breath, y'all taking life so serious. The opening flow stays since, since like 08. Put my name with the grace, ain't leave a crumb on my plate. A lot of people gaining clout, claiming that they know me. Just to spice up this season, my link with my old bay. Whoever the best ever took me is a throwaway. See, I saw the future. All I remember, Bel Air bottles and Kama Sutra. Me and more, she called him for God and lives a hallelujah. Death to her enemies, Big 30, bring out environment fluid. See, I ain't really wanna do it, but I gotta do it. See, man, it's crazy the price you pay when you him. And the verses sound like hymns, and you jumping out the gym. I jump from the gym, landing to the stadium. We done lap your boys a few times, we cannot wait on them. Y'all hop above 50, but they ain't got the way to him. Heart of a line, slithered through Zion. I'm plagued daily, going crazy, nightmares of being broken, babies crying. That's why I go crazy like dog or rabies in the muzzle of God body, high body, my boy ain't nothing soft. Yeah, except the skin of my chick. Be really wanna tweak a gang and gain a consequence. We we don't give a damn, we tearing up establishments. I come from a place and penthouse suites and we still gonna steal the towels. Yeah, and that's just how life goes. I just check, check, flicker, flicker off life goes. Yeah, black onyx was not detached. You run it up and then re-rock. Blue cheese out my pocket, that's how you see walk. Like how I see the flows, they could somersault on a seesaw. Rappers see me and think they seen saw. Man, that's hella S's. S on my chest for reference. Hopefully they get the message. Wouldn't even Talk to a label and said they got our Yeah, this shit crazy, bro. Shout out J Hop, man. He snapped. It's been cool to see his his grind and his rise, you know? Yeah. He's definitely somebody that puts his head down and works. Yeah, he always been like one of the best rappers. Him and Matty Woods still need to drop their fucking collab project. Dude, they never gonna drop it, but it I, I think amazing. I I think I bitched at both of them when I interviewed about it. I once told J Hop he needs to uh release a weed album called Grasshopper. Mm-hmm. I mean that could have yeah, they could have done something. Been tight. They could have done something. Uh, you see any good movies lately? Uh, yeah. Yeah, today <laughs> I watched one. Really? Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, it was great. I've, I'm, I think I'm about giving up movies forever. Why? Uh, I know you're lying, but... They, they don't... They don't do anything for me, you know? They're just moving colors and sounds flashing at your eyes. It's just a distraction to get you to stop thinking about that you're in a simulation and that, I don't know. Give, give me a fucking break, buddy. This is The Matrix. Get me out. 
So this is your last episode of Movie Club. Oh no, no way! I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna resume watching them tomorrow, just for like the next hour or two. I'm I'm done watching movies forever. Hmm. But once once it's back in action. He said once Sydney Sweeney is in Madam Web, I'm back. Yeah, I need to I need the details on this Sydney Sweeney Marvel thing. I mean. This might be one of the only, not only rules, but the start of the Cindy Sweeney having roles with no nudity. What were, I wonder what her bad ones were. She said she hated some. I wonder if she hated voyeurs. I could see that being one that she didn't like. Yeah. But who knows? Sometimes it's like more, I think it uh, ends up being more about like the set conditions and yeah. like what actually takes place on set versus like the product that comes out. Yeah. So sometimes it could be a bad judgment if you're just judging by like the amount of nudity. You ever see Voyeurs? Uh, no, no. But that's only because at one point, uh, Rob like went through the thing and then tweeted or texted our group chat all of the plotline details, and so then I felt like I'd already seen the movie. He did. Yeah, at one point after one of the movie clubs. I don't remember that. I like know the big twist, or like one of the big plot points in the. I end. don't think you know the big twist exactly. Really? He might have said like there. It's almost like a couple twists. I'll say that. He might have said one of them. Damn, man. Maybe I'll have to dive back in. I've been really, really itching to find a good crime TV show. Or like mm. a good like detective TV show. I feel like I've seen all the good ones. And now I, I just want to rewatch one, but not have to rewatch one. Yeah. I don't know many. Yeah. True Detective is really good. If you ever need one. Mm. Season one and two. Or so one and three. But two is a no-go to me. Yeah. Hey, you want to um, take a break until Rob joins us? Sure. All righty. Uh, we'll be back with, um, not a guest, but uh, a returning host, Rob Apollo. After the, a word from our sponsors. Give me a fucking break, buddy. Today's movie club is brought to you by The Batman, coming to HBO Max on April 19th. Go buy tickets everywhere now to see it. The Batman. And now back to your normal scheduled movie club presentation. Roberto. Hey. You can hear us? It's my motherfucking white boy. Give me a fucking break, buddy. Stevie. <laughs> Yo. Where is he? Where is he? Hey. Yes, sir. Hello, hello. You still mustaching? Still mustaching. <laughs> Mustache Stevie. Tried to take a razor to it the other day, and it broke the razor, so. I obviously want to do all the how are yous and how's everybody doing, da, 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 da. I just want you guys to know I just finished the movie, and that movie was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so, so Rob, you didn't watch this like a week ago and then decide you wanted to watch it again for the club or something? This is no, your first I never, time? I'd never seen it. I wanted to watch it before, but I didn't. And I thought I would have time before today. And then I've been, I mean, I know I keep saying this every fucking week, but I've just been stupid fucking busy and I just couldn't swing it until today. And then I watched it and I was like, man, this is a crazy movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, it was fucking great, bro. I've been like dying to talk about it, bro. That's why I've been like I been saw waiting it. for you. I saw it and I was like, I want to talk about this on Movie Club the first time I saw it. I was like, this, Dude. Is a, this is a movie club movie. Did you guys talk about it at all yet? No, no. no we waited for you. Oh, I love y'all. Wait, what y'all been talking about? Uh, <laughs> Lots of shit. The um, same stuff we always talk about at the start of the show. Yeah, you know, just 
Whatever TV shit we've been watching, which three is one, shit lately. Um, three one four gotta, day. Yeah, we talked I gotta about. Be honest, man. I've been lacking on listening to the movie club. Usually, I listen to every movie club, but yeah, I'm behind. On no, like we two know because we talk to you on almost every episode at some point. You said you guys talk to me on yeah, every yeah. episode. Yeah, we like mention. You know, we like we we know. Uh, yeah, we'll say I like see what you're saying. Say like Rob if when Rob is listening, you know, <laughs> blah blah blah. You know, that means I definitely have to catch up now. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I think we like talked about phone fuckers at one point. Oh yeah, definitely. oh, what'd you guys think of phone fuckers? Fucking <laughs> phenomenal, of course. <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> of course, bro. Yeah, that dude, shit was st- fire, bro. That video was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Thank you, dude. I put in stupid hours into it. Yeah, it seems like it, bro. Yeah, you just been you've been knocking them out of the park lately, Rob. Just just one by Thank one, you. bro. Dude, the next video is the one that we beat up Stevie in it. Oh, oh wow. man, I'm excited. It's supposedly coming out next week. We're going to see. Wow. Oh, wow. It's my acting career start. That's Dude. lit. Corey, you've been going crazy on the design, bro. Thank I got to listen to the new single. I didn't listen to it yet today, but so I love good. the cover of it. And I love the art. Because, you know, I do this shit, too, where like, I, uh, I'll like write the lyrics to a song over. I just think like the handwritten stuff and scanned over photos like look so good. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I used to whip up the lyric pages before, and I'm like, yeah, I got to start doing that shit again. Just... And the hood fire. Yeah. Dude, I was uh, I was listening to... Stevie, I listened to almost your whole discography. Well, that's wow. a lie. I listened to your whole last two years discography at work last week. But whenever I texted you that you need to make an album. Oh, nice. Well, thank you. Did you like it? Well, yeah. I mean, I like your songs, so I did like it. <laughs> it's like... uh, It's good. It's, it's, it's like a, a specific type of feeling. That's good. I, I do think I aim for a specific type of feeling. Still trying I think to it conveys. Um, it's like a nostalgic, almost euphoria, like a floatiness. Yeah. Um, that's kind of interesting. And I think what separates you from other like people who are doing like kind of like slower indie pop is your beats are so much more hip hoppy. Like it's like really like kind of like lo fi hip hop beats, but then you like singing about uh, you know the things you're singing about. Thank you. Yeah, I think that that's uh, I've I've always appreciated hip-hop a lot and i started off producing hip-hop and so now it bleeds in a little bit yeah no you can definitely tell you know yeah i'm working on the album though rob just for you dude please here's the thing i'm like the only nigga in the world who only wants to listen to albums (laughs) bro it's crazy though because i want to make i feel like as an artist like i like to make albums too it's just i feel like people don't listen to them besides you fuck them fuck them think about me (laughs) i will the other listeners i will as I put it together, I'll just be thinking, I wonder if Rob will like this one. Dude. Hey, that'll be fire. I don't know which one is my favorite. I think the one that I have the um the uh the most attachment to is uh which one came out yeah, stars are watching. Cause it was, the stars are watching us. Yeah. That's the one that came out right uh like before I graduated and I was skating around campus listening to it, like on repeat, feeling real nostalgic. So I think I feel the most connection with that one. That's beautiful. I mean, like, it makes me happy knowing that it resonated with one person. That's all I need, you know what I'm saying? Dude, it's resonating with more than just me, buddy. But, uh, yeah, it definitely it is. I like it. Well, that makes me happy. Hell yeah, dude. I, uh, Hell yeah. I keep listening to, to Gimme, and it keeps popping up on my Spotify. I don't know if you Let's know this go. about your Spotify, Rob. Uh, but you don't know if it what? I don't, Spotify? Know if, I don't know if you know this about yours, but like your related artists are like Bob Dylan. Like some of them yes. are like Bob Dylan and stuff. And so sometimes on my like daily mixes, it'll be like uh, 
like a Bob Dylan era playlist, and then all of a sudden it'll just pop in Rob Apollo, and it just makes me very happy. Dude, that's fire. Yeah, it's funny because um, I'm not big enough for my related artists to actually be related artists. So it just be like random niggas, like fucking. It's like a really mixed batch. It's like not people who are like me at all. Except finally, I got Knock, like uh, Knockell Smith, like not. Well, mm-hmm. he, he's a my uh, suggested and related artist, which I think is actually accurate, and that makes me feel really happy. So I said, let's go. I got one. It's a start. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. How are you guys doing? I know you guys I know you guys have know how you are doing because you've been talking to each other once a week for the last few weeks. Well, I haven't really chopped it up with you guys for the last few weeks, so could you guys give me like a, a, a quick rundown? Uh. I've been, been up to. I've been happy that it's starting to get sunny out again and the weather's getting warmer and that makes me feel nice. Uh so that makes me feel a little bit motivated, if that makes sense, but Yep. Just on the same stuff. Hell yeah. You still doing radon, dude? Still doing radon. Trying to find something quit, different. Quit that job. <laughs> quit that job, dude. Come get a job here. Maybe. It might be the case, but I'm just kinda open to whatever opportunities come and applying to a bunch of different spots. Hell yeah, dude. But I'll send you. I'll, I'll I'll write you a rec letter, bro. This man Fonz just got a new job. You see Another that? job? Yeah, he he uh, doing some some, some creative, creative directing. Shit. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. For who? Uh, this one this one St. Louis company they do. Uh, it's this girl that runs the city museum, I believe. Whoa, good for him, man. Yeah. Rob, that's fire. Rob, this is a random question, but we were talking about this earlier. As someone who came into St. Louis, and has like become a part of st louis did you feel like this 314 day was a little bit like lacking <laughs> i did not see nearly as much stuff as i thought i would yeah okay i'm not gonna lie because here's the thing uh, you have to understand detroit is 313 right wow. so it's the literal day before but it's not as much of a thing here like it's not like a whole holiday like some people will post stuff but it's not like a big thing you know what i'm saying but it's always been a bigger thing in st louis that i noticed and to, i thought i would see hella shit and then i i didn't really see anything really so like Profield did the one thing. Shout out Profield. I love Shout Profield. Profield. Cool Jay Hob dropped the dope freestyle. We played that shit earlier. Oh, dude. That Yo, I know crazy. he's not listening. But anybody who's listening <laughs> who knows <laughs> he's <laughs> that nigga be rapping his black ass off. Yeah, we played that shit right before, right before you tuned in. Dude, can you even do that? Can you play a radio clip on a podcast? Yeah, yeah. We played it straight from Twitter. Oh, shit. That's hard. Yeah, no. That nigga... Uh, that nigga snap, bro. That nigga really be rapping. Like, yeah. that's one thing I like about J-Hop. Like, that nigga's a really, really a rapper at heart, you know? Just goes. Yeah. Corey, how have you been? Uh, I've been good, man. Just, you know, normal shit. You get a new whip? Uh, man, fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, it's tough. I was hoping the news would be good, break, bro. Buddy. I'm sorry. It's tough out here, bro. It's tough out here, man. I've been, I've been literally searching like every week of my life, and there's just nothing like really good. Dude, do you want to buy up. my car? Uh, how much? Six and a half. Uh, how many miles it got on it? A hundred forty-five thousand, but it's a Honda, so it's gonna drive another yeah. two hundred thousand. Um, I mean, maybe. What year is it? It's an 08. 08? Dude, maybe, honestly. Like, that's honestly kind of, like, pretty much what I'm looking for. Dude, we could talk about it off the air if you yeah, want. Yeah, I'm going to be in St. Louis in uh, two weeks. I'm flying, but also I could facilitate this. So, if yeah. we, we could we could figure this out. Yeah, we could. Yeah, let's talk about it for sure. So, if, if it's something you're actually interested in. No, I, I actually am. Okay. For sure. Yeah. But anyways, how are you besides that? I'm sorry to bring up a sore wound. 
Ah, good, man. No, no, you good. Uh, <laughs> actually, bro, I mean, this movie kind of brought up a sore wound on its own, bro. I kind of, you know, I kind of related to this shit a little bit, bro. No, uh, yeah, besides being like an ex-fucking Except- uh, murderer and shit. Um, but uh, we'll get to that later. Um, but no, I've been good, bro. Just fucking, you know, we just been gearing up for some more odd numbers shit, bro. Just trying to get back into it. Pretty much the same yeah. as Stevie, man. Glad this weather's coming, man. It's just changing the Me too, bro. Changing the mood a bit and And like COVID kinda seems like it's down. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like that COVID's going down with the weather going up. Dude, it's actually going down too. Usually it's just like the US is pretending it's going down, but I was looking at the cases. It's actually like way yeah. down. Yeah. That was I think I forget like a week or two ago we pulled up the numbers and we were like, Oh shit. Yeah. Yup. But yeah. How's things been with you, Robert? I know you've been Dude, busy. So bad. Damn. So bad. I'm it's sorry. okay though. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not I'm saying I'm saying it in a serious way, but not in a way where it's like, oh, I really want to sort I'm like we really finna sort through this right now. Just being honest with you guys. I've been feeling uh pretty fucked up on and off for the last three, four weeks. Dude, I had a I, I can't really go much into crazy detail about it, but I had a uh, uh, some uh, personal situation arise a couple weeks ago that uh needed to be sorted through, I suppose, and that was pretty stressful. But uh, I think actually it birthed um some new beginnings that are good. So awesome. I know it's pretty vague. Yeah, but um, no, I'm, ho- I'm feeling though. hopeful now. That's um, good. The I weather feels good. I do hate my job. That kind of blows. Um, that's normal though. I will say that real American vibe. Yeah. Just go to work and hate that shit. Work sucks. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel it. So that's kind of what I've been on. I'm buying a new car, um, which is why I'm selling my car. Let's go. Which is my why me and Corey got talking for five. I'm buying a car I really want. It's very unreasonable buying this sports car. What are you copying? Uh, it's 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 called a, a Toyota GT86. It's it's like a little coupe. What year? They make a Subaru version of it too. The one I'm probably gonna get is a 2013, but um, they're sick though. It's like a big like uh like niggas who are like really into cars. Like niggas will buy them and like soup them up and like tune them. It's like a big tuner car. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, I'm gonna buy one. I fell into some money that I didn't anticipate I would fall into, so I'm not even gonna have to take as big of a loan out as I thought, which is dope. Man, fell into um, some money. I need to so, some money. Somebody yeah, trip me, me. Me too, bro. Somebody trip Dude, it me. feels good. Feels good to fall into some money, bro. I'm going to keep it a buckaroo. <laughs> yeah. um, but nah, man, you know, just being an adult, adjusting. I turned 23 in a week and a half. Um, Did he turn 23? Yeah. What the fuck, bro? Rob, I thought you was like 23 at least already. You're so old, Rob. <laughs> no, dude. It's funny because I'm turning the age that Daryl was when I met you guys. Well, damn. Which is like, damn, I was really in St. Louis like a grip ago. Like, I met Corey three years ago now. Yeah. That's pretty wild. funny. Um, But, yeah, man. Um, I'm on my, like, real adult vibe. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, it's funny because I'm on my real adult vibe, but I'm doing everything in my power to, like, fight against it. Was, uh, <laughs> what was it? Is it met your expectations or has it been different than what you expected? Dude, it's way more fucked up than I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, it's it's actually significantly more fucked up than I thought it would be. Yeah, bro, and it's only worse now too. Like like in the last like 6 years, like the world has like exceptionally fa- fallen to shit, 
even more. Yeah. Like yeah. the last decade especially, like Yeah. It's only getting yeah. worse, bro. Yeah, man. So I'm just trying to like I'm trying to like appreciate the nice moments when they're still there. Um Definitely. That's what it's all about, man. You know. And um I don't know, man. It's it's just it's fucked up, but it's all right. Like it's warm now. Um, I tell you what, man. The uh, the new friends I've made like since I've been down here are like really some of the most terrific people in the whole world. And I feel like I have like you know I mean you guys listen to Bestie and heard me talk about Bestie. It was all about like losing not losing but those relationships not being what they were anymore yeah, and transitioning adjusting out of to the loss of that. I feel like I've definitely like transitioned on that and back to like a mix of like what was my old friend group or like the new version of it with new people and that feels really nice i guess i'm very grateful for that uh, that's really been pleasant my last like two weeks have been kind of fucked up but my last two fridays have been extremely fun um i was being a little messy and it feels good to be messy last friday i went to a house party for the first time in all of covid and i thought it was gonna be like a little party like 15 20 people type of party but it was like 50 niggas there and then I got real drunk, and we were doing karaoke, and I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know if you guys idea. saw my story. Yeah, but I, I did. I did. Some yeah, Frank bro. Ocean. Yeah. yeah, to the Frank Ocean. I, I couldn't even tell what sure. Frank Ocean song it was. Think about like, you. I know, yeah. but I couldn't even tell for oh, like 30 first. seconds. Yeah. And that's how that's how fucked up I knew y'all was. You said you watched what for 30 seconds? No, I said I couldn't tell what song it was for 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> we were way behind on it. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because it seemed like everyone's following one person's lead on it, like the group. Oh was. yeah, dude, it was yeah. Dude, Until we it got to hammered. thinking about you, it was uh, it was an extremely funny night, and it was an extremely fun night. I feel like this is what's been happening, man. I'm having like a fucked up Monday through Friday, or at least relatively Monday through Friday, like with some like joy in between. I'm not like completely totally fucked up, but you know, a lot of frustration or at least la- like. Uh, lack of like real joy like some contentness but not like real joy and excitement and then i get it all out on friday right like i go i get fucked up and i have a ton of fun on friday and i wake up on saturday and i'm hungover and i have hella shit to do because i didn't have work i didn't have time all week because i worked all week and i get up work at six o'clock and i do that on saturday and then sunday is just kind of like uh sundays are my like open day i say maybe i'll get something done Maybe I'll relax. Bro, I'm telling you, I've worked a lot of shifts, right? A lot of different schedules, too. And there's something about Monday through Friday that's, like, the worst shit in the world. Like, really? you, you could literally, like, I would much rather be off Wednesday and, like, work on Sundays. You know really? what I mean? Like, than, than do Monday through Friday. I don't know what about it that is just, like, so mad. Do, like, do you like being off back-to-back days? Um, I no. Nah, dude, I'd actually rather do like the three and then the four. Like it's really? it's so much better. Like uh, I like the back to back. For me, I would almost my preferred schedule would be longer hours Monday through Thursday. But I will say Sunday is just not an off day. Yeah, like, maybe maybe like, it's like Sunday through Wednesday I work. Yeah, mm. I don't but, know. I I don't know. I do like my Sunday. But dude, but but. But Sunday is just the day that, like, it's literally only, like, seven hours. Like, it it never lasts long at all. Yeah. Like, you can't get shit done on Sunday. So, being off on Saturday and Sunday is just, like, the worst. I don't know. I don't know. For what it for what it's worth, I feel like, uh, you know, especially, like, a, the 40-hour work week, like, there's a lot of mundanity to it. But 
it's those like moments where you ever ever to find like the like little bit of bliss and like connectivity with your friends. I don't know. What? I don't. I, I guess I'm trying <laughs> to say there's a lot of bullshit you put up with, but then you find those like little gem of moments, and that kind of yeah. makes it all worth it. Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely know it to me. But it definitely feels like there should be more balance to this shit. Yeah. No, it just sucks, man. I. I just was, like, literally realizing today, like, how warped I was from being a photographer, like, and not having to work like that and getting paid, like, the more than I'm making right now. Like, that shit really fucked me up for a year and a half. And then having to switch to, like, working four days a week, then yeah. five, then Monday through Friday, it's like, it just progressively get, got worse and worse. Like, I don't know. That shit sucks. And then it's like the things that really start to piss you off are like you forget to take the trash out on time and then you miss it. Bro. Weeks yeah. in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. Dude, it's crazy because I made so much fun of you niggas and this is like the Lord punishing me. No, bro, it's like, I don't, I mean, I know Stevie, <laughs> I know Stevie probably feels the same way, but we like do get a little bit of joy out of hearing you like transition into this like work life dude i would too i would too especially, especially you Corey, because i've been giving you a lot of shit for three years yeah so this is this pain is what i deserve <laughs> it's like maybe not like joy but it's definitely been interesting to see you go from like enter into it it's entertaining got too much love in his heart it's yeah. entertaining well, it like it reminds me a lot of how like i felt going through a lot of it mm-hmm. i don't know Dude, I tell you what, at least I'm getting paid pretty good. I'm getting paid pretty good, and I work in the industry, you know. Yeah. So, even though my job, I don't like, but you know, it's like I be learning. I'm, uh, you know, I'm being big again on here, but I'm, I'm learning my little industry secrets. So maybe I'll carry those with me, and you know, it'll be helpful. I think I'm gonna try and tough this job out for a year, and then figure it out from there. Um, I think the hardest thing is I gotta find like balance because it's like. I don't know, dude. It takes, like, a lot just for me to, like, maintain my sanity and, like, relative mental health that I have left. And um, because of that, it's, like, whenever I'm off work, like, I'm just trying to do stuff that makes me feel, like, good and calm. Yeah. And that doesn't always make, like, being productive off work, like, my priority. So it's harder for me to, like, get music done and, like, these videos done. And I'm obviously kind of getting them done, but, like, I want to I work on it more, but I just... I can't find the time. Like, I just gotta, I don't know. I gotta figure out the time because it's just like, it's hard. Cause it's so easy to just blow an evening away. I never realized like that. Like, yeah. especially when I, I get off at six, I get home a little bit before 6.30, around 6.30 if I leave at work at like 6.10. And you know, like, it's so easy to just lose my whole evening and night. Like 6.30 to midnight can just go like, like that, <laughs> like uh, by mistake, you know. So yeah. I gotta be more uh, purposeful, I guess. And yeah, I literally can't even sit on my couch and like talk to people because then I like lose three hours. Literally, it's like what? Oh shit! Like that's like the tough part about having roommates and shit. Like you just get distracted just by socializing for a second. Yeah, uh, or sitting or looking on Instagram and Twitter for an hour. Yeah. yeah, and then there's like the you know the other edge to that sword where it's like you start to be really productive all the time. And then you just quickly hit like a point of burnout before yeah, you even yeah. realize it. But hey, Rob, for what it's worth, like like I, like I said earlier, bro, the, the the things you've been dropping lately have all been like fire and consistent. You know what I mean? Like Thank you, you. You're, top you're, of your game. Yeah, exactly. Like you know what I mean? Thank like you. you've leveled up like yeah. while working this job, 
while doing Tyler's shit as well. Y'all got a whole shit coming. You had Bestie drop. Oh, yeah. Like, That's true. You got That's true. It is so easy to like look at that shit and be like, oh, I'm not doing enough. Like, But mm-hmm. you also got to give yourself credit. Like, yeah. you know, like while being on top of your shit, you know, not not give yourself credit so you can slack, you know, but like, you know, just know that you, you are doing shit. Got to count your, your wins when yeah. you have them. And the podcast and shit, you know, I know you've been off it for a little bit, but you're doing the podcast still. Like, I always, like, the podcast is always, like, my little bit of credit I give myself when I'm feeling down. Like, oh, shit, we're doing a podcast weekly, you know? Yeah, I think it's really easy in terms of, like, the moment to feel like we're not doing enough, but suddenly, like, you look back at, like, two years and you're like, holy shit. I've, yeah. I've been really cranking out some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I made a, a subtle reference to the movie and then no one caught it. Yeah, I I totally missed it. I was like, and then you forget to bring out your trash, and it just ruins oh, your day. Oh, dude, I missed it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, we I think we all heard it, but we didn't we didn't recognize it. At <laughs> I all. know, I I thought it would be an instant. Well, I don't. Do we have a big back. old dumpster out there? So there's no like we could take out our trash whenever we want. Whoa. That's so I, that's cool. not even an issue for me. Wow. So I can't relate. Can't relate. Oh. I can't relate, but I can relate to to that movie a lot. Yeah, yeah, dude, I felt it. I was like, dude, my nigga really going through it. He said, yeah, you ever have such a bad day you kill uh, 150 Russians? <laughs> <laughs> uh, for nothing, oh, too, man. dude. The movie the movie was all for nothing, too. I don't know I don't know if that's supposed to be as bold as it was, but the kitty, kitty bracelet was under the couch the whole yeah. time. I, there's, like, the argument to make that, like, you know, he, yeah, it really was for nothing. <laughs> He's nobody, and it was for nothing. Let me go ahead and hit this. Uh, hit that movie button. Quick. Movie club. Hey, here we go again. Mm. So, yeah. uh, what'd you guys think of the movie, bro? So we watched Nobody, guys. Watch we watched Nobody. It's called Nobody. It's starring Bob Odenkirk, which is uh, Saul from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Yeah. Yeah, and I would, dude. I, he's directed a few movies, so I was like really hoping he directed mm-hmm. this, but he didn't. But, but I know he was like a big part of like producing it. You know, I know he yeah. had a little bit of hand. I think it was a big for him to do an action role this yeah. like level. You know, mm-hmm. he had a break in like ten years ago to his house, and it kind of drew him to this role. Oh yeah, he was talking about that on uh, Smartless, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm hip. Yeah, you're not the only one who be listening to Smartless. <laughs> this man. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope, bro. But this movie was like phenomenal. Like I don't know. Like there's I didn't some... really know what to. Ex- I knew what to expect. I knew it was gonna be an action movie with him in it, but I didn't think it would unfold the way it did, and that yeah. was kind of entertaining. I love yeah, but... how this movie truly like made you ask a lot of questions along the way. Like there were so many times where I'm like, "What the fuck is going on with this right here?" And then I don't know. Like they didn't really like answer a lot of shit until like I don't know. The, just the way they structured everything was was interesting. The way they introduced like with who he is. Yeah, yeah. They didn't say much about who he is. Like I don't know. And then there was so much shit. Just even like even like the cat. Like at a certain point, I was like, wait, where does that fucking cat come into play, right? Oh yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. And then and then him putting the gun in the freezer was so funny because he ends up back at like the machine shop oh, yeah, or whatever. Dude, you know he's gonna get it later. Yeah, yeah. I was just in- like how you know that black guy is gonna save his ass when he says. I'm not going to come save your white ass. Yeah, Rizzo. You're like, oh, he's going to go save his white ass, isn't he? Dude, I was thinking, I was like, man, that's got to be Rizzo's voice. Like, and then Rizzo pop out, and I was like, okay. Oh, that was Rizzo. That was yeah. fucking Rizzo, Dude, bro. Dude, I was trying to figure out who it was. 
Rose. Yeah, that was Rizzo, bro. And Christopher Lloyd as his dad, too. That was Yeah, sick. and he, he pulls the, uh, he ashtrays them, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude, there's been a lot of ashtray. Like, but, like, I, if you look back, this is before the ashtray thing. So. I know, but what else happened in that? Who else did the ashtray? I watched something else with the ashtray. Batman, the, the ashtray? Batman. The Batman? Yeah. Okay, what's up? What does the ashtray mean? Uh, uh, so do like a, the surprise a- shoddy to the stomach. Yeah, in, in Euphoria, a- ashtray, how he goes down. Uh, I know he went down because everybody was real upset about it. I there, just didn't there's like a moment where you think he's 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 dead, and then the police officer is going to or the SWAT guy is going to investigate, and he just shotguns the the yeah. guy in the head. They open up the, the bathroom door. The SWAT guy? Yeah. No, they, no, they, no, no. Ashtray acts like he's dead, and then pops up and shoots the police officer in the head. The SWAT dude busts in the bathroom door, and Ashtray looks like he's dead on the floor, and Ashtray just jumps up and <laughs> gets his ass. Jeez. Which and is what that what that old man did. He acted like he was sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Grabs the gun. Pow. Dude. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this. Do you think this movie was meant at all to be a parody? Because me and Molly were arguing about this. Well, not arguing. Disagreeing. A parody of what? Like action movies. Because the action in it is so like... Um, it's almost like <laughs> silly, right? Yeah. Because it's like... It doesn't even feel remotely like believable with how many niggas like they're killing, right? And like, like especially at the end, like they take on like fucking like a hundred niggas with the three of them, and this like old dad's grandpa is just like catching body after body, just walking around shooting the shotgun, and they're like looking at each other and like laughing, and it's like so almost like exaggerated in its action moviness, like with you know you know how they call it like um like the main character has like plot armor, yeah. it's like. This dude has the most, like, main character armor. It's like James Bond meets John Wick meets <laughs> Jason Bourne times, like, a thousand. Yeah, like, it's funny because... like, when he defeats the whole Russian, like, shit, like, he takes down, like, the whole building and burns, like, these hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm like, come on, bro. It's funny because, you know, the, the movie is titled Nobody, but, like, he's he's sort of like... Like what you are saying, like a James Bond, like a, a superhero type level Dude. caliber of a name but i don't know i kind of see what you're i kind of could see it being a little bit of a parody it almost feels like like a uh like a deconstruction of action movies to the point of like it like is having fun with itself yeah. and being ridiculous like it's not trying to be like uh tom cruise must take down all of these men to save the world from destruction and there's so much right. it cost it's like the opposite of that where it's like there's nothing at stakes here it's just a guy who's been pent up and like he's got to let out his his murderous rampage if it is a parody it's like super subtle but like i could easily see them like playing heavy into that because i was thinking about that too like the whole bus sequence is fucking hilarious like dude gets stabbed like three times too and thrown out the window and then just comes back in and like yeah no whoops their ass even harder than before and yeah and but but I don't know. It does take itself super seriously until until that very ending point where he does run in and just fuck up everybody. And uh, and they start playing like some old two thousands like guitar music. Like the score like was so or like oh the, yeah what what was the song? Are you mean like when they were like cutting between him burning things up and the karaoke going on? Uh, I don't remember. It might have been either that or it might have been just the warehouse battle scene. But it was literally like some like 2001 like action movie music while the rest of the movie had like 
phenomenal songs at the right moment yeah. to where I almost was thinking, I'm like, wow, they are playing like the cheesy old action movie music right now. And yeah. they didn't have that before at all. Nah, I mean, the music was so good throughout it too. I loved when they introduced like the, the Russian mob character. And he like, oh, walk, dude. And he he, like walks, walks that nigga. Yeah, he like walks into the club and like does a bump and the With shot. A one shot. Yeah. And then uh Yo, sick. he does like the karaoke with the girl. Dude. Dude. It was um it was also such a fucking American movie. So American. It felt like this a movie was so American. It damn near felt like a commercial for America. It felt like a child of Die Hard in a lot of ways. Yeah, dude, that's literally what I said to Molly. Like, like, except, like, it's, it's like, like die oh, hard, but he's these, a family like, man. Look, look at this guy kill all these Russians. I have no empathy for these evil, evil, evil Russians. And it's like, you have, like, this sociopath, like, Russian, and he's, like, driven to, like, craze, and they're all, like, money hungry, like, oligarchs. And, like, Bob Odenkirk is such as, like, he's such, like, the American man. He's, like, American dad trying to protect his family. Living in a like a suburb, like on a big plot of land, like away from the city, and like he locks his family in the basement, and he's like protecting his family. He steals that guy's old school like American muscle car, like he's got the old Charger. And I'm like, dude, this is the most like American movie I've seen since Die Hard. He's you know? he's like so American. The FBI doesn't even want to touch him. Yeah, but I, I feel like he like he like obviously loves his family and stuff too. But like Rizzo was like. Rizzo was like referenced to him. he's like oh you gonna relapse over over this you know what I mean like he was saying that like dude was like like you know and the movie ended up playing into like he just knew he was gonna break at any moment like at the end when he's like I knew this was a facade yeah I mean yeah. I, I think he I think deep down what he wanted was to have uh what that one guy had yeah the fa- yeah the guy that he's talking about that actually did leave like the life of crime and yeah. had the family and he saw that and was like damn maybe I can get away from this yeah but I think, yeah, this was him just breaking and realizing, like, oh, I, yeah, this is never. But I guess it ends with him, like, trying to. Stay yeah, with it's the like family. an accumulation of things that break him. Because I feel like one of the first things that breaks him is not being able to, like, be a badass in front of his son. Yeah. Um, and that digs at him a little bit. And then, like, everybody telling him, <laughs> being like, yeah, oh, you I did. Would've. You did your best for for what you for who you are. And so I, I get why that like. Eight under that guy's skin a little bit, but I get what this you're saying. This movie's about Corey. This movie's about Corey. It's Corey's villain Dude, this, story. That's the real Corey, man. Kind of, man. It's got a, it's got a funny, bro. I was thinking about it the whole time. It's like, man, shit, shit can happen so quick, and and I don't know. It's not not nothing like that with me. But the whole time I was just like, man, why didn't I just leave and protect my car? <laughs> 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 like I could have protected my car better, but. But I didn't. And then the whole fact that, like, dude worked at a machine shop. Like, that also, I was like, oh, this is my life now, too. Like, he's just working at a machine shop now. and Trying to work his way up to owning the machine shop. Yeah, and then it was was sick when he ended up. Like, it made sense why he bought it. Like, he just had a fucking bunker of, like, making (laughs) weapons and shit, dude. Uh, Corey, (laughs) you work in a factory. You could do it. There's nothing stopping you from Bro, like, my new dream is to, like, own a fucking factory. I'm not even going to lie. Corey, if you, if you own a factory, I'm going to build in a secret radio compartment that you can go to, and I'll just be sitting there playing the piano all day waiting for you to tune yeah. in. Dude, I can't believe I was risen and I didn't put that together. That makes it so much funnier. Stevie's going to be like, you Bob expect Odenkirk me to save you, white boy? <laughs> <laughs> it does make it funnier. I was It was a funny uh, little end credit, too. Oh, with him. I missed it. 
Him and Chris Lloyd. Yeah, it's like him and the grandpa, and they're driving cross country with like a ton of weapons in their back trunk. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know. I didn't even watch. I didn't know there was post credits in fucking. It wasn't an HBO movie. It wasn't like. It was just like after the cast was shown. Oh, word. Yeah, it was like a real quick one, but just a little funny one. Dude, his dad was hard as shit. I was like, bro, this nigga needs to be dead. This nigga was walking around with the strongest shotgun in history. Why can't they just hit this nigga? <laughs> but, you know. No one, no, no one wants to shoot down the old man. Yeah. No, nobody wants to mow down the old man. Those Russians are full of compassion. Dude, uh, I was thinking about how funny this movie is now in the context of the war. Dude, I was so thinking I was about like, that, too. <laughs> it's yeah. so fucking anti-Russian. I was wondering what we were going to say about it. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely strange. With strange vibes like compared to the first time thing, I watched though. it. Can of worms. Like, I feel like I've never seen too many movies that have, like, gone against Russia like this. No, I think really? they're, I think they're I out there. I just yeah. don't think that they clicked as... It's, like, a lot more uh, transparent. Not transparent, yeah. but, like, it registers a lot quicker. I'm sure, like, there's, like, an old James Bond movie, you know, or, like, maybe a few of them, you know, and, and whatnot, but... Yeah. Or, like, a, you know, like, a classic scene where it's, like, bad guys are taking over the city, and, like... Yeah. They're Russian or German or... Yeah, I see them as little, like, gangs in New York, you know, like... Yeah. What was it? Was the tracksuit mafia Russians in, uh, Hawkeye? Maybe. Yeah, they might have I been. didn't watch Hawkeye. Mm. Sorry. No, you're good. We don't, we Sorry, don't talk guys. about that. But I, I do think that the movie intended to be sort of like uh, a look at action movies like Die Hard. Mm-hmm. And sort of exaggerated a lot of those features. And almost yeah. like a reimagination of it. Because you're right, dude. It's funny because like, uh, like it's the opposite of like the world is on the line. Yeah. It's literally just like a guy is just so mad. He's got so much pent up anger. He has to kill 200 people. Yeah, because he thinks his daughter's toy got taken. <laughs> oh, man, it's kind of silly, even sillier when you take a step back. Yeah. And then he finds the toy. I thought that was funny. Yeah. He lets the one peoples go, though, which was kind of nice. I almost cool. wondered first. Like, remember his, like, revenge? He, like, went to go get revenge on them, and yeah. then he just, like, leaves the couple alone. But at that point, you didn't even know dude was a killer. So you didn't even no, really he didn't. know he you, let them You go. only had the sign where it was, like, he's in the tattoo parlor, and the old veteran is like, I'm getting the fuck out of here and he's locking yeah. the doors. And oh, like, yeah, dude. He's seen a tattoo on his wrist and he said, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why this movie was interesting because, like, the way they just slightly put in a bunch of those little clues and, like, even, like, him just, like, overlocking the door. Like, yeah. that was hilarious. Because like, when I first started watching the movie, I thought it was going to be, like, this guy who's been a wimp his whole life. Yeah. Who finally was pushed to the brink. And he was like, I'm not going to be a wimp anymore. Yeah. I'm going to go get revenge. Yeah. But instead, it was like a... Well, then you find out his dad's the FBI agent first. You're like, his dad was an FBI yeah, agent. Yeah, it slowly reveals that he was not uh, a yeah. wimp the whole time, but pretending. And that was interesting to me. But they still... I mean, that's, you didn't know that before going in? I knew that he was going to be like a killer in later in the movie. Or, you know, like have action sequences. I just thought it was... I didn't expect it to develop the way it did. Yeah, I thought exactly what Stevie thought. I thought he was going to... Just turn into a badass. Oh, see, I knew, I knew from the thing. Uh, well, maybe I just anticipated it, but I thought it said in like the trailers that I saw, where like this movie was pretty much exactly what I thought it was gonna be. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, I thought that was his background from the jump. So then when I found out, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, 
It was cool. Though. It was fun to watch, and I love Bob Odenkirk. So it was just like fun to watch him. Uh, dude, that that train scene is sick. I'm uh, not train scene. The bus, bus scene. scene. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking the bus scene is so brutal. Dude, he dog walks yeah. like eight niggas. Oh, and he man. cuts the nigga's throat open to put the straw in it. I was like, oh, dude, that on, was bro. brutal. Definitely <laughs> makes me appreciate how fucked up knives are too. Yeah. Everyone yeah. just stabbing each other. Just stabbing. Just doing a bunch of stabbing on the Bro, bus. Just, and they just they just crashed their car and they're just like, Oh, there's a bus and it's like, whoa. Yeah. Imagine like the level of security you have to feel just to crash shit drunkenly and Dude, leave. It. Imagine you're having such a bad day, you see eight drunk niggas on a bus about to kidnap some girl and you say, This is so exciting for me. <laughs> <laughs> you say this is the best day I've had in sixteen years. I've been waiting for a moment like this for decades. Yeah. Dude, also the beginning is so exaggerated. It's funny how like literally like ten characters in a row are like, "Dude, you're so fucking soft. You're so <laughs> soft. You're such a pussy." <laughs> For like the first fucking like twenty minutes, it's hilarious. You gotta understand though when you when you're a soft person though, that's that's just how people talk to you normally. Yeah, <laughs> they really captured it right. <laughs> hey, Dad, you're such a fucking pussy. I wish you were my uncle. <laughs> More or less, what the son is saying. Yeah. Zero to sixty, and I'm about to find the fuck out. That was a cheesy line. Yeah, it was real cheesy. Yeah, but he got the he got the good call back with it later on. Yeah, that's true. That's true. At that moment, I was like, "Let's go, let's fucking go." Yeah, I was pretty excited watching the whole movie. I'm not gonna lie. That's fair, and it's it's a solid hour thirty. You know, it packs a lot in pretty quick. Dude, I looked right away when I got off work. I was like, "How long is this movie?" I was like, "There's no way it needs to be two hours." Yeah, no, it was it was short, but it didn't have any business being any longer. Yeah, no, it was perfect. It's just funny yeah. to me that the dude was like, "All right, I'm gonna burn all of this money that, that this mob owns." Yeah, he didn't even want it, dude. When he buys the place with the gold bars, and then they just do the transaction immediately, and then the guy just, like, leaves him the facilities. Yeah, I'm like, right. dude, this is one of the crazier... Like, you just... Been, I don't know. It, it yeah. took a lot of uh, creative liberties with how things work, but I was fucking with the vibes. Now that we talk about it, I think it has to be a parody. I mean, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. The, the I gold think it's bars, like a, now that I think of I totally, like, that. I just didn't even think about it. You know what I mean? I was yeah. just like, oh, yeah, he's got gold. All right. And then the dad was like, dad was like, deal. After he just beat the shit out of the kid. Like, Dude, remember that? Hilarious. He popped him he in the stomach. He just blew his shit out once. Oh, man. And he just shoves his finger between the, the yeah. trigger so it doesn't go off. Yeah, but then him uh, also, like, showing up at the dude's karaoke, like, the second time. And then him just sitting there with a the little claymore on the plate. That was that like, was funny. Thinking about all this shit, it's like, yeah, this had to have been, like... That's what I'm saying. It, it, it takes the genre of it and, like, makes it a little silly and exaggerates the parts that they sometimes try to tuck underneath it. Yeah, but also does it right at the same time, too. Like, Yeah, because it's a fun watch. And it's, and it's like... You just kind of suspend reality, I suppose. Because there's no, I mean, there's no way they could take all them niggas at the end, right? Like, it's silly, but, you know, it's like, oh, okay. I'm fucking with it. And he, does, and he has cool booby traps, so it's cool. Yeah. It's also, like, an interesting look in, like, the hero's tale. Uh, where, like, that's, like, the usual story or method of storytelling. But instead of, like, him going out on his adventure to, like, learn new things about himself, it's, like, him going out on an adventure and, like, going back on things. Yeah. Um, but then ending up in a new spot. I don't know. It was kind of cool in that way. Where instead of like he's going out and gains new skills, it's like he's going out 
reliving the past and that ends up with like a different family scenario. So do you think they're going to do a sequel? Probably not. But maybe. I I just hope for Bob to have a nice long career in life. He had a scary year this year. I don't know if you guys Oh yeah, didn't he almost die? Yeah, he had like a pretty severe heart attack on set. Really? Yeah, he had like yeah. a double well, bypass surgery. Mm-hmm. Damn. Dude, I'm so excited for Saul, dude. Oh, dude, New Atlanta next week, right? New Atlanta next week. Is it next week? That's the 24th. Oh, hey, since I saw you guys, I watched a whole show. What, what show? show? I watched Dave. Oh, yeah? <laughs> What'd you think? Upon several suggestions. I, I actually was pleasantly surprised, and I thought season one was really good. And I thought season two was pretty bad. Yeah, I kind of agree. It's okay. I give season one, like, a, I don't know, like a high seven. Um, and I'd give season two, like, a low five. Yeah, mm. I feel that. I've only seen bits and pieces of season two. It's not uh, good. All the like things that made season one good, like, all the nuances of it, are eliminated in season two. Like, he's just a total jackass until the last five minutes of the last episode like yeah it's just him being getting more famous but he's a total jackass and there's no nuance to him it's not like complicated he's just like the wrong in all of his uh relationship no definitely i feel like network shows used to always have this problem where the first season like when it was like really good the second season was always like so strangely different and just didn't do it right sometimes the second season was like their their strongest though too Sometimes, yeah. Like sometimes, Parks and Rec. Yeah, well, but, yeah, that's more sitcom-y type yeah, thing. Yeah. Or, like, you know, those those ones, I feel like. Um, the ones that kind of stick to a formula. But the more, like, you know, the more ones that kind of have room to do whatever. Like, I feel like they always, like, whenever they're so good in the first season, the second one is always, like, like Euphoria, I think, kind of I don't know. a I'm, little bit. I'm going to stand on it that I think Euphoria season two is uh, pretty close to season one. I think Twitter ruined it. I think they, I think, I think it had its own problems, but yeah, we, we but talked about I it. I think uh, with Dave, Dave was nice because it kind of gave uh, like a look at the music industry that you were kind of expecting Dude, from Atlanta. In an accurate way. Yeah. And like I had like different aspects than Atlanta had and like some, I don't know. Yeah. It delivered yeah, on different totally, areas. It's, it's not totally, it's not as much like Atlanta as I thought it might be. No, not at all. Yeah. Only in that they're about musicians. Yeah, it's what everybody thought Atlanta was gonna be. I think, and so. then Atlanta turned out to be something like totally different. That's like amazing, but yeah, Atlanta is a little bit more heady. Like this yeah. is like definitely a, like a more tradition. Dave is more traditional, like yeah, A to B plot narrative. Yeah, um, the Rick Rubin episode was kind of silly. I watched some of that. Yeah, it is pretty silly. Is that season two? Yeah, it was season yeah. two. It's kind of yeah, a, that episode is cool, but. Yeah, I guess that that's a, that's probably the best episode of season two, dude. Season uh, season one is actually surprised, dude. I, I was actually really surprised. I was like, dude, because niggas kept telling me this shit was good and I would like it, and I, and I was like, dude, there's no way. And then I watched this and I said, wait, this shit kind of funny. <laughs> I said, I said this 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 nigga little dicky need to uh, keep uh, keep doing shows and stop making music. <laughs> All right, Rob, hear me out. Have you seen Bel Air? Not yet. Are you interested? Yeah. Yeah, you should check it out, bro. It's actually amazing. Really? Yeah. I didn't think I would like it, bro. Like, just like, I don't know. I think we even talked about the trailer on here. Maybe, like, you were... I think you might have been on at the time, but, like, the trailer looked bad at first. But but I tell you... Oh, yeah, we talked about it on the episode of Fonzo's Bay. 
Yeah. Dude, that was a funny ass fucking episode. Yeah. Dude, that <laughs> that nigga when that nigga said it's giving revolution. <laughs> I almost <laughs> lost my fucking <sighs> mind. <sighs> Did you uh, ever finish Ted Lasso, Rob? No, dude, because Thomas and Kamal quit on me, but I told them so. Uh, you ever watch Brotherhood, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm watching Brotherhood right now with Thomas, and I told Thomas, I said, I'll watch Brotherhood with you. Well, I wanted to watch it anyway, but I was like, I'll watch Brotherhood with you, but when we finish and when it's spring, you have to finish that last one with me. So we're at episode, like, 39 out of the 60-whatever of Brotherhood. Nice. Um, so we'll probably finish in a little under a month, and then we're going to finish the last one. Cool, cool. Brotherhood's a great one to dive into, too. Dude, it's so fucking good. It really is. It starts to really bubble up, too, towards the end, which is awesome. I think it's the best plot of an anime I've watched so far. But even though it's not yet, it's not quite my favorite. I think Hunter Hunter is still my favorite. Because Hunter Hunter is so much fun. Brotherhood is not that much fun. But it's very good. It's like watching a drama. No, definitely. Uh, And the politics in it are great. And it has some of the fun of of Hunter x Hunter. But it definitely is more about the world building and like the plot and unraveling what's really going on. Yeah, dude. It's like a lot of unraveling. And every episode, it's like, oh, man, it get deep. <laughs> it do get deep. It do get deep, man. And it's like, it's dark, but it's not like exclusively dark. It's not dark yeah. like AOT. Yeah, I was about to say, Attack on Titan's really dark, but it has that world unraveling. Because that's what I asked. I was like, I asked Thomas before we went in, but he doesn't really watch Attack on Titan. So I was asking Kamal and Zay, too. And I was like, is this shit as dark as Attack on Titan? And they were like, eh, probably not quite. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think it is. Nah, it definitely, it, especially where Attack goes. A lot Attack of pain, goes. though. A lot of pain. Dude, and they kick it off bad. I mean, in that fourth episode when that little girl becomes, like, the dog evil monster thing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, this is so fucked up. After yeah. that episode, I damn near quit already. I was like, bro, this is so fucked up. But then it goes, uh, it, it doesn't go downhill from there. Like, just, that's, like, the worst of it. Just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. <laughs> just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Wait, Corey, you got to finish Sopranos. Dude, I, I watched a movie, and it was essentially Seinfeld meets Sopranos. What? Oh. Um, oh, my God. What was it called? But it has uh, the lead guy from the Sopranos in it, uh, James. Are you Gano talking Fini? about Kermit Softly? Uh, no, he's in that, too. Um, yeah. And then James it has, it has uh, Julia Lee Dreyfus in it, too. Mm. Oh, hey, shout out to her. She bad. She is. I'm trying to figure out what it was called, though. <laughs> Enough <laughs> Said. It was called Enough Said. It was good? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a little rom-com. Mm. I think I heard her talking about that on a podcast, actually. Working with him. Yeah. They do a good job. They have a good chemistry. Yeah. I mean, he's like a really good actor. He, yeah, definitely. He was like a theater actor and shit. Oh, yeah. Killed it on The Sopranos, baby. Yeah, I do need to finish that. So then you can finally watch fucking... Many Saints. Yep. One day I'll watch it. I keep Many like, Saints of Newark. I, I still haven't watched it. Yeah. Damn. Why not? I just don't want it to like taint how I feel about the I Sopranos. Oh, I don't think it would. Why you think? Did it get like bad reviews to you or something? It didn't get like uh, sparkling reviews. It didn't like. I didn't have anyone say. You gotta watch this if you love The Sopranos. Like, you yeah, people either it. said it was mid or bad. That's what I heard from every person. Really, like, I didn't see a single list. person who watched Sopranos be like, "Oh, I like this." It's just really? probably it's just probably different than what The Sopranos is in some ways. Yeah, it's definitely different from what The Sopranos is. But yeah, I don't know. 
And that, that, I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it at some point. It's just not, knowing that it's not going to be, like, what makes The Sopranos great makes me be like, ah, I probably would rather watch The Godfather again. Dude, I watched The Godfather for the first time a few weeks ago. Have I been on there since I did that? I don't think so. Wait, maybe you had. You guys, I at least heard you talk about it. Dude, it's uh, it's fire because um, you say, damn, he really got that vengeance. <laughs> Which is fire. That's what life is all about. Getting vengeance on your enemies. Is it a good movie, Rob? The Godfather? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I have vengeance. I've Dude, never seen it. Bat Club. Yeah, we got Bat our uh, we got our now showing, which will be out already if anybody has not listened to it yet. But it's but dropping. Didn't you talk about it again last week? A little bit, yeah. Spring and it's uh, drop, but our now showing is dropping tomorrow. But in the past, Rob, listeners. I'd love to hear what you think of it, though. Yes, I won't. I won't talk your ears off about it since you've already talked about it twice. Some of our loyal listeners, shut up to Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Oh, good. Hey, but hey, buddy, I haven't seen. Uh, I, I was just bitching to Kyle about how I hadn't seen him in a while, and then I just ran into him like he was driving by my mom's house, and then we pretty funny. Anyways, I thought it was uh, amazing, and it fixed me because that was like that really hard week for me. Like that that day was like really fucking tough, and then I came out of Batman. And I was like, dude, I'm going to fix my mental illnesses by just being dark and brooding. And I just need to, I just need to stop worrying about these women and focus on saving the city. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, sorry, girl. I, I can't fuck for real. I got I to gotta save the city. The true moral <laughs> of the story. Dude, I told, uh, I told Thomas I was going to come out of it acting different. And then, like, for the next couple of days, I just kept saying, saying shit like, they think I'm hiding in the shadows, <laughs> but I am the shadows. <laughs> or, or at the end when he said, um, like you know, uh, I, I I thought that I thought the city um, needs vengeance, but these people need hope or something like that. I was like, let's fucking go! Just like so many uh, over dramatized uh, fucking lines. It was such a comic book movie. Dude, the it narration was crazy into like its comic bookness. The narration of it was like some of the best part, man. I wish they would have kept it a little bit throughout, like the middle of it. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, no, it's fire, dude. Robert Pattinson was fire. Zoe Kravitz, the baddest bitch to ever walk on this planet, bro. Uh, she had me in the theater, like, no, Zoe, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't put her back on the screen. Then when they got her in the club and she got the red wig on, I was like, no, I can't handle it. Yeah. No, I'm in the I'm in the theater like crying and shit. Batman's uh, peeping Tom on her changing, and you're like, "Oh, uh, dude, that shit was funny." I was like, "This thing is sicko," <laughs> but I'm sicko, glad I'm here to watch sicko, it. Sicko mode, Batman. Oh, uh, bro, y'all see that meme where the chick was talking about? Uh, so I saw Batman today, and a girl audibly moaned whenever Zoe Kravitz yeah, came on the yeah. screen. I saw that tweet. I was dude. like, "That was me." Actually, y'all see, y'all see this shit? She drinking a milk. Oh no! See what? Oh yes, yes I did. The, to prepare for the roles, she was drinking milk. And then but did you see the photos? They yeah, dropped. I did see the photos. Oh man, dude! I was like, I can't be looking at this, man. It was one of those things that was funny because you thought maybe that it was like a, an exaggerated headline or like a misquote, or she was just like saying something to say That's something, sick. and then it was real. And you're like, wow! All right. The. Very dangerous. Very, 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 very dangerous set of photographs. She a Catwoman for real? 
Oh, bro, don't do this to me. I can't even talk about it. <laughs> it's going to put me in a bad way. <laughs> uh, you got to say the yeah, city? Bro. I don't got nothing to say, man. I don't got nothing to say. Dude, I'm dropping an album this month. It's lit. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm relatively excited. I'm excited for it. I've heard Dude, one of that, the songs. That makes the pe- that's not gonna make the people excited. I'm so excited, guys. <laughs> it's a. I've heard one of the songs, and I can guarantee that Chris it's a Paul? banger. Yeah. Chris Paul in the paint, dude. That's my favorite Tyler verse ever. Yeah. The lead single is, I think, the best verse Tyler's ever rapped. Maybe he dude, ain't me so bad on this song. Dude, is is that the lead single? The one that like, I'm in the video. What did you say, Stevie? Is that the lead single? The one I'm on the video on. Yeah. 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 I, Tyler is interesting to me because just when I think I've heard him, like heard all of his flows and all of his styles, he just comes out with a different one. And it's like, whoa. Dude, yeah, it's crazy because Tyler really like the best rapper. I'll be trying to tell niggas this. Like, this nigga uh, was born with just an absolutely extraordinary amount of rapping ability. And my job has just been to get as much of it out of him and into the world as possible. Um, yeah, he's a tremendous rapper. And the, I, I was joking with him. I tweeted this, but I, I I was joking with him and I tweeted this, but I also think it's true where I was like, this album is really like uh, Tyler rapping better than me, but I get more hoes. And that's kind of what the album's all about, for real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's really, that's really literally, it'll make sense when you listen to it. But nothing no, that really sense. good. Like, I think the reason I'm not like crazy excited about it, because it feels like it's been like a long time coming. So it's like, these songs are very old to me. Yeah. Um I was gonna say I I was getting a little bit nostalgic when I sent over the uh the videos to you of you smashing the TV. Yeah, dude. I was that like, was like oh. a long time ago. Dude. I was like, that was a that was a nice little summer night that night. Being on that video shoot, it was what there was like a big basketball game going on too, wasn't there? What are you talking about? The night we shot Let's that video. See. Oh yeah, dude, that was the literal Suns Bucks uh like final series. Yeah, that was a good final series too. Came down to the wire. Yeah, shout out to Yana. Has he had a good yeah. season this year? Has he what? Had a good season. Giannis? Yeah, yeah, dude. He's fucking the same beast he's been for like four years. Dude, I love the NBA so much. So you know what? I want to hear something funny? So funny enough, shout out to Chris Paul. He's on the Suns, right? And um, there was a, uh, like, Vegas odds had the Suns at like the seventh or eighth, like, highest odds to win it all in the beginning of the, uh, season and i think i i wanted the suns i what well, i i wanted and i still want the suns to win the championship and i think there's a real chance they do and the odds were like plus fourteen thousand or something and i was telling kamal i was like bro what if i just bet like like five hundred dollars on the suns right now and then if they win it all i win seven thousand dollars okay this is at the beginning of the season right now they have the best record in the league by a landslide, and like the odds are way more normal. It's probably like plus three thousand or something on them. And dude, if they win it all, I kid you not, that's gonna send me into like gambling because I'm gonna be like, oh, I can never, I can never miss this opportunity. <laughs> if I don't I'm take so it now, pissed, dude, because I really almost did it. Like I really like was looking at my account thinking like, man, I could bet five hundred dollars on these niggas and win seven thousand um, dollars. But you know. Then I'm going to be watching the playoffs feeling like a crazy nigga. I'm going to be like throwing shit at my TV. Real life doing, uncut Doing jams. drugs to calm down. You're going to be like Adam Sandler. 
fighting the weekend in the oh yeah going to the going to the club fighting the weekend dude that's how i pull up with julia fox (laughs) we just we just see one gambling addiction it's just like approaching uh may june and we just see you hanging out with julia fox and the safety brothers dude that'd be hard i'm trying to be in fucking uncut gems too it's all about me it's the exact same story and it's all about me so are they doing a new movie? Anybody know? It's been like three years. They three are years. doing a new movie. I think there was some word on it recently. How do you think he feel about uh, Julia Fox saying that she was his muse? And I think she. I think he probably feels more complicated about how she said uncut <laughs> jams. <laughs> jams. I think uh, he doesn't care. Yeah, I don't think he cares. Was it? Was she talking about Josh or Benny? Um, I forget. I don't even Who know. I don't did even they know. Write, they, they, both they both did it together. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she when she says uh, the Safety brothers, she just means them together. She has an equal. No, she said one of the names. I forget which name yeah. she said. It might have been Ben. Mm. I'm googling next movie Safety brothers. I don't. I don't know if they have anything announced yet. I think they are like doing like some little like writing and like producing. Yeah, they're stuff. producing the Curse with Nathan Fielder. That's kind of um, dope. I don't know if they're. Yeah, the, the the curse is their next big project, but I, I think they're just producing it. I mean, one of them was in uh, Licorice Pizza as an actor. You put Licorice on the pizza? I uh, no. Shitty it, joke, terrible joke. They also have been producing so shit. on other Sorry, shit. I do put Licorice on my pizza sometimes when it's a dessert pizza. That was an uh, even worse joke. Boo! Fuck Stevie. <laughs> Huh. Rob's back. So, Stevie, you been fucking on any bad bitches recently? All of them. <laughs> you know, every... Knock on my door? As many as there are in St. Louis. Wait, hold on. It's just been all of them. I feel like Wait, I'm... hold on, hold on, hold on. I feel like Who's I'm watching... trying to get my house? I'm watching a mystery unfold. Somebody locked themselves up in my house. Right now, Rob is opening the door for a stranger. I think it's going to be Jose and, and Diamond. Hey, hey look. Oh, hey, what up? No movie club, movie club. Movie Yo. Club. What's hey, up? Where are you guys? Where'd you guys go? <laughs> to your what? Yeah. To your job. That's cute. So me and Diamond are celebrating our birthdays together on Friday. We're both turning um 18, the big one eight. <laughs> hey, if I turn 18, a lot of these bitches going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Hey, if I'm turning if I'm turning 18 tomorrow, about uh about 15, I was going to jail. Oh, dude, in like 2011? Yeah. 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 Do you guys remember that? Yeah. I on Twitter, you. like niggas used to say shit like, "Man, is she 14? I'm 14," and it's yeah. like, "Come on!" And everybody be like, "Ha ha ha!" And then like two years later, everybody's like, "Yo, we can't do that." <laughs> like that's not funny. <laughs> Dude, it's funny because it wasn't even like a, a a wild joke to say back then. Like niggas would just say that, and everybody, like literally everybody, was like, "That is funny." Yeah, everyone was like, "Damn, that child kind of sexy." <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, literally. And everyone, yeah. And everyone was like, yeah. Woo. But then, but after that, it was more so like, uh, niggas would like use that to describe like somebody who is like of age. Yeah. It'd be like a 20 year old show. It'd be like, man, if she says she was 14, I'm 14 too. Yeah, it's like, true. That was like the evolution, yeah. which is, I don't want to use the word better, so just weird. equally awful. Dude, Twitter used to be fucking insane. Dog, Twitter's still insane. Twitter's still pretty crazy. <laughs> 
I just realized it's um. I was in a group chat and I was making a joke about like say I was like oh in like my six years on this wretched app and I was like wait I feel like it's been longer I look this is my tenth year on Twitter. Yeah, I had ten years in June. Damn. What what year? Uh, I do would notice I was already had. I don't even know what. But I was gonna say I wonder if I was on Twitter when Troy Ave was beefing with Tax Stone because I bet that would have been such a crazy <laughs> probably time to be on Twitter. But yeah, I think no, that was like seven know. years ago. Yeah, oh yeah, so I probably was on Twitter. Dude. You've been on Twitter probably as long, almost as long as me. It says on done your profile say like exactly what month and year. I know I be getting like the anniversary and shit. Uh, Wait, when did you guys get on Twitter, Steven? I got on Twitter in 2012. Corey is away from the mic at the moment, but 2012, 2014. Yeah. Zay's 2014, so Zay's in his eighth year this year. I think I joined in 2012 as well. Steve. When when did you get on, Corey? I got on Twitter. Uh, I got on Twitter once in 2009. And Whoa. I used it. Corey's for, been on Twitter since 09. No, no, no. I didn't oh, use it. I didn't. Ass, I didn't <laughs> use. <laughs> I didn't use it for real until 2011. Word. That's a little bit less bad. One yeah. extra year on me. Yeah, Bro, I started using it for real in 2011. It was crazy. 2009. It was so different, bro. It was just a website, and it was just like a stream of words. With your at name next to it and nothing else. It was like you could text in your tweet, too. That was the big thing. Yeah, but you didn't have... No, no, no. You didn't have a profile or nothing. Like, it was oh, weird. I to t- text a tweet. Yeah, it was because then you There's would, no like, profile? It was, like, there kind of was, but it was very minimal. Like, you didn't even really have a photo, but it was just, like, at names. And it was just... It was literally, like, blue and white, and it was just words in the middle of it. Like, going constantly, like... Bro, it was That's crazy because I wanted to get a Twitter, and then like my high school girlfriend really didn't want me to get a Twitter for some reason. Bro, is that the girl who didn't support your music career? No, no. Damn, what's up with these <laughs> non-supportive ass women? This is life, uh, yeah, it's a, maybe it's a bad trend I gotta watch out for. Um, but as soon as we broke up, the next day I went in on God, I got a Twitter. Let's go, fucker, fucker. Mm. And I've been going Rice ever TV. since. Exactly. Fuck that. Rice, Rice TV. <laughs> 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 exactly. What's her right. name, Stevie? Put her name out there. What's her name? Oh, I won't put it out there. <laughs> put your fucking high school dude. I'll t- I'll put both my high school girlfriends' names out. there Oh, four actually. I got four high school girlfriends. Drop she, your high school girlfriend's name right she now. She doesn't deserve the clout. <laughs> say her. Say her name. Say her name, pussy. Claire. Hey. Damn. Hey. Fuck you, Claire. <laughs> Stevie. We gonna get you some dog head, bro. I promise. I got, I got my best. I got my best people. What do you mean by that? (laughs) (laughs) That was so well timed. That's a good sound. That wasn't there last time. That was that was a tag team by me and Corey. I hit the. What do you mean by that? He hit that. (laughs) (laughs) That was a. That was a. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get, be, I'm gonna be at a house party one day in St. Louis. I'm gonna walk into to one of the bedrooms and Stevie's gonna be in there getting his freak on with the baddest bitch I ever saw before. Every weekend, baby. <laughs> Every weekend. That's my dream. That's gotta that's be my, that's like the best moment of my life. You gotta just do that in like a skit or like a movie of yours or some shit where it's just like you just walking through a party and then it's just oh shit, like Megan Fox and Stevie. Oh bro, that would be hard. I just gotta go find Megan Fox. And <laughs> I feel like it would end up being like the McLovin moment of Super Bad though. Like, you'd walk in, and you would, like, be like, what's happening, Steve? Wait, y'all remember This Is The End, whenever they walk in the bathroom, and it's Michael Sarah with, like, Jersey Shore-looking chick, and he's, like, doing coke? Like, yes, yeah. Dude, I haven't seen This Is The End since I was, like, a little kid. I don't really remember. Really? I, it's pretty good. Yeah. I liked it. I was wondering if it, like, holds up. I've only seen it one time, and I remember being like, this is just an insane movie, because it's, like, it's almost like, 
I feel like it's kind of like the end of the like Jedi, like though that like era of it de- shit. No, definitely. Yeah. It de- isn't it like a parody too? Kind of. Yeah. 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 It's supposed to. I mean, like it is. It's all of them. It's just a parody life. on celebrities, but it's like turns into a fucking crazy movie and well, yeah, Rihanna and they're dies. like they're all like parodying themselves. Yeah. Too, which is right. funny. Because it's like Seth Rogen's being the everyman guy and like trying to make everyone happy. And Jonah's there being weird and yeah, pretentious and like sly and kind of douchebaggy. Yeah. Do you guys remember that the that Jonah Hill was originally in talks for the Penguin? Really? For this really? Batman? Dude, that would be funny. Like very Dude, here's early. the thing though. Penguin is a funny character, so maybe it would work. Yeah, I can't tell if it, it would have worked. Or, I mean like it, it could end up worked, really work. But it ended up working really well. With yeah, Colin what Carol. they did is phenomenal, and I can't wait for that show, bro. Dude, did you guys know that's his second superhero movie, not his first? Colin um, Farrell. Yeah, he did. Uh, he was Bullseye. <laughs> yeah, he was Bullseye and Daredevil. Yeah. If you like look at it, really? you're like, oh wow, that looks funny. Yeah. Yeah, he had, like he had, a bald yeah, cap he on had the thing on his head. Yeah, I remember that specific. I seen Daredevil quite a bit. Not a good movie. Had a good song though. Wait, I need to tell you guys something. What's up? I'm having a baby. For real? Yeah, I'm having a baby. Wait, mm-hmm. actually, what do you mean by that? I'm having a baby, guys. What kind of baby? I'm pregnant, guys. What kind of baby? You pregnant? You holding? Um, it's a little. Uh, I don't know what race it is, but it's in there. I can't Dude, tell. A kid. I've been thinking about it. I can't tell if you're being real or not. He's not. I'm not having a baby. I'm not. Oh, okay. Having a baby. Dude, if I was having a baby, it's the first fucking thing I would have said. I got on this podcast. I'd be like, "Dude, I gotta tell you guys." Something. Well, I mean, you you did like you were like, I got some stuff. Oh yeah, I had a personal situation. I did not get nobody pregnant. God bless. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's good to hear. Dude, I you about to drop your confession? You about to drop confessions part two? Like, uh, what if I was a father? But like, not like super seriously, but for the first time in my life, like. At least relatively seriously, like actually chewing on it, you know. Like I know I'm not ready for it, but I know I I feel like oh, I could feasibly be ready for it, like in the, you know, coming years. Oh God, you know? no, definitely. It's weird for me because I like one of my best friends has like a a kid that's like over a year old now. Let's go. And so now I like I don't know. Whenever I'm talking to her, I'm like, damn, I could not imagine <laughs> that. Is it is it your baby? My baby, no. No, no. Oh, okay, <laughs> I was just wondering. <laughs> so I'm trying to get Stevie in trouble constantly. I got to make up for my two weeks of absence, three weeks of absence. It, it feels nice. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> dude, Stevie, you be dude, You guys will both be great dads, man. Ah, I think you would be too. Thanks, guys. This will yeah. be Dad Club then. Dad Club. So that'd be fire. I think I would be a fine father. Um, I think I, it would be fun. I think I would get annoyed, but it would also be fun because you get to hang out with your kid, dude. Who's the like, first? That's like the coolest shit ever. Who's the first one to be the dad out of everybody who's been a movie club host? Fonz. Yeah, Fonz. <laughs> well, because Fonz has like the because here's the thing: he's in a serious relationship like I am, but also like they um they're older, like they're at an age where they can probably actually like have a kid. Me and Molly aren't gonna have a kid right now, even if we stay together, you know. So yeah, like. Probably finds this on paper. If if you guys had been in, the, if we were had all been in long term relationships, I would I would go Stevie, then very close number two Corey, and then Fonz, and then me. That's probably accurate rating. It's it it definitely gets stranger and stranger as you get older because you'll pop on Instagram and then it's just another person that you knew from 
back then they're suddenly having a kid and then you're like oh my there's sometimes where you're i'm not trying to be too judgmental but you're like wow i can't believe that person's about to be a father pass that judgment on stevie it it really blows your mind and then you're like whoa that's just what the world is is just all of these people that are just childs of people that you didn't expect to have a father like that dude just wait i'm gonna be hanging out with my kids but then i'm gonna get annoyed with my kids and i'm gonna say you gotta go take care of yourself it's time and they say i'm six I feel like and I say shut up, nigga. Can you can't you walk to school? I feel like being a dad would be a lot of fun if I didn't also like have ex- giant stress about money all the time. Yeah. Simply get a really high paying job. Or 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 just be born into a really really rich family. Yeah, didn't you think of that, dumbass idiot? I know. I I've, I've been working on a time machine to try to go back Ooh. in time. Or or or. You can get off your ass and work. That's true, Corey. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you guys just simply aren't on, don't have a grind set. You're right. How, and on the movie club of all things, we are all about the grind set. Dude, yeah. The dude, grind you guys are sounding real anti-grind set right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've been spending too much time on our anti-work. Yeah. I got to yeah. get off there. Yeah, Kim knows dude. about the grind set, man. She's on it. Kim's, Kim? Say Kim. Kim. Kardashian. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude, she got a grind set for real. Yeah, she was like, dude, these niggas ain't working for real. That's what she should have said, quote. She should have said, direct quote, these niggas ain't working for real. That would have really started controversy. And then Kanye drops the Kim Kardashian N-word compilation. Oh, oh my gosh. Bro. Uh, oh, never mind. When do you think, you think Kim K, wait, wait, wait. Curious, this is a real question. Do you think Kim K has said nigga in the last 10 years? Yes, and here's here's where I will say I, it, it would I could see her saying it in the context of like saying a story that somebody else has said it, and she kind of say it under her breath a little bit, and then like yeah, and then like not, you know, I'm just being like, but that's fine though. I like that. That's just me saying what somebody else said. When do you think is the last time Kim Kardashian confidently said nigga? Like oh seven. Whenever she was dating, married that one guy, Chris Humphreys. Yeah, <laughs> like right, right around that era. Mm. He, I think he was mixed though. Is he ah, actually? I think he's like a little mixed. Well, then maybe not then. Before then, mm. Corey be saying nigga. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna expose you guys. You guys are my friends. I won't put out the video. <laughs> Thanks. I won't, not unless I won't we piss you off. Stevie no Corey Miller collaboration <laughs> nigger compilation. Yeah. <laughs> you just put it out. It's just a blank screen, but it gets a ton of views. <laughs> People just read the headline but never click the video. Dude, <laughs> it would suck damage. so bad if you guys got outed for saying nigger. Not because I would be like, man, my friends are racist, but because then I would be like, uh, these are still my friends. People are gonna know my dirty <laughs> secret. They're gonna say, you friends with them white boys that be saying nigger, and I say, well. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, I mean, we all kind of. No, Rob, you just gotta give us like the, you know, the the two year hiatus off the internet, and then, and then oh, it's all yeah, good, the fake, and then the we'll fake, uh, and then we'll back. I I cut y'all off, but we yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll come back with like the stand up comedian or the stand up special. Yeah, you know, you make a you make a finsta that's just for following us. Yeah, you hit us and I'm following the real one. We disable our crazy comments. Finsta. I just follow you two niggas. Wait, wait, wait. Speaking of, um. Merlin and Amir did a song together. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was interesting. 
Uh, dude, I don't want to think about nothing Brockhampton. All them niggas don't exist in my head, except maybe Kevin, because I like his solo music. Yeah, I just thought that, I was, that was interesting. I did not know that. Yeesh. Yeah. But Merlin dropped a song, and nobody from Brockhampton really posted it. Yeah, I remember. And it was, it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It sounded good, but it wasn't like... Good song. Yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah, bro. You know wait, wait, wait. I was gonna say, wait, 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 wait. Go for it. Go for it. Quick, quick thing. Sorry, Stevie. I'm, I'm gonna let you out. Just wanted to say to the listener, I think I have nine white friends. I don't think any of my white friends say nigga. I can't think of a single white friend I have. What you gotta do has said nigga in the what, last what, six years. What you gotta do is you gotta put all of those white friends in a room. And just trap him there for a long time and film it and see who cracks, <laughs> dude. See, and it's a play. And just this a is a piece called "See Who Cracks," and I give them no contact. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys have like a little bit of food and water, and that's it. You just have to figure out how. Because here's the thing: as soon as somebody says "nigga," you can all leave. But if nobody says "nigga," you all die in there. <laughs> you just, who cracks? You just like uh, invite us to like. You're like, oh, this is just like my art art exhibit. Uh, this is gonna be a performance dude. show. Uh, I would love for you to be there. Dude, that would be funny as fucking shit. <laughs> that is a skit right there. It ends that in like two be minutes. Funny as fuck. Dude, that sounds like a fucking I Crash Cars piece. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> now, now Kyle's definitely going to do this. Just because you said Dude, that. He should. <sighs> Dude, That'd Kyle's be funny. in trouble right now, but it's not my place to say. Kyle, I know you're a little secret. They told me, man. It's pretty funny. What a messy guy. We're on a we're on a real messy vibe down here right now. Getting some football played. Yeah. Something was, like that. That was a pun. Sorry. You know yeah. what, Stevie, you should go. Could you know, like <laughs> the the football player messy? Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The football player messy. Everyone said you fucking boo. Stupid idiot. I I'm hate I'm, I'm adding the boo sound effect soon. <laughs> just because of this. No no no. I I was gonna do that before this episode, but I forgot. But it's coming soon. I Wait, what we... were you saying, Stephen? Like a minute ago. Oh. I dude. don't even remember. Dude, well I was gonna say, uh, I've been thinking about like uh, my white boys. I got I got a new one now. I got a new one this year. His name's Ryan. He's fire. You guys will like Ryan a lot. He uh, a photographer. Like, every year I accumulate like one white boy. <laughs> you got a quota? Yeah, no. I mean, if I go back, like literally, I'm, let's see. Let's was, see. Was I your white boy last year? 2000, 2016, I got my first white boy, Colin. And, and I say first white boy as in, <laughs> oh, you know what? It was 2015. 2015 was Moose. 2015, <laughs> that's my uh, freshman year of high school. Became friends with Moose. And then the next year, I became friends with Colin. And I swear it did not happen in the same year. I really accumulated a white boy year. 2017, I became friends with Colin's friend, Andrew. So Colin's also hot in that Thomas, actually, funny enough. And then 2018, I became friends with Nick. And then, oh, and you know what? I was going to say Kale in 2019, but I became friends with Kale in 2018 as well. I picked up two white boys in 2018. Whoa. But then I took a, I took a year. Oh, and, and Corey. Yeah. Damn. Big so this, year for wait, me. <laughs> so this is, your, is this your guys' fourth year of friendship then? Yep. Wow. And then 2019. Yeah, it was 2018. Uh, 2019 picked up my boy Stevie. It's true. But then, but then here's the thing. I took 2020 off. Fair. 
I took a year off in 2020, and then at the end of 2021, I picked up Ryan. So he's really kind of a 2022, if you think about it, depending on how you look at the season. But um, I was thinking, anyway, me and Thomas were talking about, we was like, we got to have a white boy of the year awards where uh, everybody's, you guys are competing in um, uh, various funny. categories for uh, white boy of the year for the illustrative uh, trophy. That's but funny. I don't, I don't know what the categories are. That's like the old Chappelle. We can have like right it, it, one has to be like uh, footwear. Um, you said foot fire. Foot footwear. <laughs> footwear. Yeah. Um, the other one would be like music taste. Oh, one has to it. just be straight up like uh, civil civil rights uh, or or fucking social. Some some it has to be a real tangible social justice aspect to this. But that's a a, a small. That's a sliver. It's a. It's just like one of the competitions of many. You can have um, but like just a, know I keep you guys mentally ranked in my head constantly. <laughs> I'm constantly ranking and re-ranking my white boys. <laughs> so just know if you guys ever slip up, you know. I'm going to start getting way more active about things on Instagram. Where's the rank sitting right now? Never mind, never mind. You know, the, the, uh, the committee, we can't share that kind of information <laughs> with the candidates. <laughs> <laughs> the academy, right? Isn't that what it's called? That's sick, bro. I just gotta find out who I gotta bribe, you know? Dude, you guys can come see me. We we do need to come see you. Yeah. But you're gonna Kale's, be here soon. Kale's coming this week. Kale's coming tomorrow, actually. That's exciting. Rob, I'm really sad. I think I'm gonna I have to I'll be out of town when you're you're here for your show. Are you fucking kidding me? I are you not hundred percent serious. I, I'm not hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty Dude, sure. Where the fuck are you going? Where could you be possibly be going? Going to go to my grandma's birthday party. Oh <laughs> come on, dude! She's gonna have more. <laughs> I hope. Wait, wait. For how long though? You're gonna go for like five days? No, 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 no. Just, just the. I think the night of the show. Oh, oh, that would suck if you missed the show. But I'll be there from Thursday night to Monday morning. Okay. Well, I'll definitely see you while you're here then at some point. All right. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm excited. And then I'll be back in May for graduation. Graduation day. Oh, yeah, dude. Corey, you should actually, uh, at, after the pod or tomorrow, let's actually chop about the car. Okay. Um, you're going to anyway. chop up a car? Yeah, Corey, you know what, though? I was I was trying to get 30000 for it, but for you, I'd do 27000 Chill. <laughs> you could probably flip that. You got it. Corey, I know you got it. I've seen you flexing those bands on your Finsta. That's way out of my budget. Dude, that'd be so funny if you had a Finsta where, like, uh, <laughs> like you were just, like, flexing crazy money. bread. And, like, you got, like, hella hoes. Money phone. You're, like, I do, doing actually. hard drugs and shit. You're in a club. I do, actually. <laughs> the dark side. I'm, kinda, I'm sitting here just like, what do you mean, Rob? This is, this is how Corey acts every weekend. Did <laughs> yeah. so, you guys be at the strip club together? I still haven't been to the strip club, Corey. Yeah, you still haven't been? Me and Corey have a song where strip clubs are referenced that we're both on together. Actually? Yeah. What song? It's an Odd Number song? Uh, no, it's a Corey song. What song? Uh, it, it just has the line where it's like, oh, Candy, thank you. you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That was my yeah. That was my strip club song on Band-Aid. Yep. Oh, word. Dude, you know me and Corey have an actual strip club song that's literally about being broke in the strip club. Remember that song, Corey? What? No. Where it's like, broke in this strip club, we broke in this strip club, broke in this strip club. <laughs> and it's like that annoying-ass beat loop that we did. 
It was like two years ago. Bro, I think you're lying right now. <laughs> you don't remember this? You're definitely lying. Dude, let me see if I can find my birth. Broken Because I don't know if you ever recorded bro, 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 yours. Bro. It was the same day we did that like silly, that other silly song. Broken Where you said like club. something uh, like Rob Apollo got you rapping about your cock. <laughs> oh yeah, this is my verse. That beat was hard. Uh, that that one Zay beat. That song was hard. This one was a Zay beat too. Look. Uh, in a strip club with like $34, no cap, big broke, I'm not a big baller. Lying to myself, trying to build self-esteem, like I could fuck that bitch if I was a little bit taller. Stick, got a being bitch, I feel like Obi-Wan, five-figure discount every time I go online. I just blew a bag in this Walgreens. My pocket's crib walking, yo, shit is all green. Give me a fucking play break, the, buddy. Play with the pussy like bop it. Brand new whip, just told your bitch hop in. Pussy got me canceled. Uh, hot wax in the bedroom, no candle. She gonna wax the pussy like Miyagi. Getting in this bread like a hobby. If I was Mr. Mosby, bet I'd have a sweet life. Moving my body, fucking hoes in a lobby. Rob, did this verse lead on to a different verse? No, it led into the hook. Uh, no, no, no. I meant like, I meant like... like this. Move right, move left. These diamonds can't stop dancing. The stripper about like 90 pounds in love with Tiny Dancer. Tiny Dancer, dance, dance for me. Tiny dancer, dance, dance. Except I performed it like way cooler. And then and then there's like a repeat, a refrain. It's like broken the strip club. We broke in the strip club. You really don't remember this, Corey? I do not. But I That's like crazy. I don't know. I I feel like definitely I I would be down for some talking about Tiny Dancer. Dude, I actually did a song. I did a a, a new version of that song um, about like uh, it's Tiny Dancer, like Elton John. But then it's like about being in a strip club. And it's actually fire. <laughs> but it's already done. But you ain't never been. I just, I just meant. I thought I, I heard that. Did you use that bop it line somewhere else later on? Yeah. Uh, play with the pussy like bop it. I mean, it's in bop it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> you got a song that's what I meant. Did but, this lead into you? But that song was after bop it already was out. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Almost... That's that's what I was asking. It's a self-referential. Got it. I didn't know if it was like the origin. <laughs> nah, dude. So I was, I was actually funny enough. I was just thinking. I was just talking to my mom. Um, and my stepdad, and I asked them the best days of their life. And I was trying to think about the best days of my life. And one of the best days of my life was the same day that I recorded Bop It and Airdrop was the day I, I fucked that stripper from Walgreens. And I'm Damn. like, dude, that was probably like one of the five best days of my life. That was such a cool day. <laughs> Literally. Oh. I got so much done that day. I got three great three things done. That's like the the night that uh, Dolly Parton wrote Jolene and uh, I Will Always Love You. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Shout out you and Dolly Parton. Dude, shout out to Dolly Parton. She's still alive, right? Wait, did you guys yeah. hear that she uh, was yeah. about to get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And yeah, she said, nah, she got, I'm good. She got nominated and she withdrew her nomination because yeah. she was afraid it would split votes between people that actually deserved to be nominated. Yeah, she said. Whoa. Yeah, she said, I'm She's straight. She said, yeah. I don't deserve this one. And she did it in time for somebody else, or for it to actually matter, unlike Drake, who bowed out of the Grammys and just Bro. left it empty. <laughs> what a party boy. They ever nominate me, I say, put me on that bitch. I ain't pulling out of shit, nigga. I, <laughs> I say, up. put me on that bitch. I'm showing up. I'm having my picture taken. I'm getting drunk. I'm going to walk on stage when I'm not supposed to, and then I'll never be heard from again. I was about to say, you guys think if you win one, you're going to care again? No, but I'll tell you this. I'll feel good about the business coming in the rest of my life. Cause even if I'm I... probably never going to win a Grammy, so I don't even think about it. Rob, you're going to win six. I don't even want to, though. Like, That's fair. I, it's not even something I'm gunning for. 
Like, if I get nominated, I want to win, but I, I'm not – I don't really care to be nominated at all. I mean, dude, they just let Nas win a, a fucking Grammy in 2020. Like, who gives a fuck what them niggas think? Like, no, I, I agree. I think it's like a an old institutional thing. Yeah. It doesn't actually reflect a lot of the... Uh, yeah, I think that's just slowly getting pushed out. Like, yeah. it's, it's about to be... Honestly, a lot of, like, with award shows, it's, like, this push and pull of tension of, like, you rooting for them to actually make the right decisions on things and then just being let down when you realize they're just making decisions based on, like, what they think should be the right decision for their brand. Yeah. Or it's just the people, even, like, Grammys, it's, like, the people on the committees, like, aren't always, like... I mean, it's people that win, but if they only let so many people win like they're limiting who can actually vote you know what i mean like yeah, it's not actually I think, I think the voting pool is bigger than you would expect for the grammys i mean now it is um but but it took a while who, to get there yeah and well specifically it took a lot the nomination process was the one that's shady um but like once it's between the the nominees so you know what really fixed the grammys they should just fucking completely arbitrarily pick the albums. They should like take every every album that came out in a genre, and they should literally throw darts. They should just fucking throw darts. What it what it should be is they should take every album that's been released in the last year, and they do a March Madness style bracket of like Dude, ten thousand albums. So much it's ten thousand albums. And suddenly, you get all the way down to the top forty. And then you have your Grammys. They're just slowly releasing, like, Dude, the bracket wins. Actually, making the Grammys uh, a, a – actually, I don't know if that would work. It would be I wonder, wild. I wonder a way to make it, like, a public vote, but, like, in a way where it's not – like, cause as soon as you make it online, it's just, for, like, for clicks online. Like, you got bots. Any, any artist that has is more tuned to, like, having, like, online stands is going to be more likely. And there's going to be bots, right? So it should be, like, voting for the president where you have to go out and, like, wait in line. <laughs> You like you all have to sit there and listen to each album. I mean, that could make sense. Like you could register to vote in the Grammys, and then like some fucking place in every city could just fucking host it. Bro, it'd be crazy. There'd be like a distro kid, except it's the Grammys. Distro kid, distro kid. I mean, Chance Three was on Distro Kid. It's true. He said we had to sell it to get the Grammy. That, I think That's they got crazy. nominated. Dude, uh, shout out to Chance. Guys, um, I think Chance the Rapper, um, I think, I don't have anything to say. I'm literally just was cooking up a sentence on the fly, and I couldn't think of anything. It, I feel like Chance made so many wrong decisions in a, such a quick period of time. So yeah. He's for, yeah, he's hanging out with his family, though, which is what it's all about. So, True. You know, it is what it's all he's about. He's working on an album, I think. He's working on it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not excited, Bro, but, you know, if he gives it to us, he gives it to us. This is like, uh, this is what I was going to say earlier. I feel like... Jack Harlow is a very mid talented musician, but he is exceptional at making the right like decisions. Oh yeah, dude, he's a moves. he's a game time dude. He's such a game time fourth quarter player. Like yeah, he yeah. he's in the clutch and he's doing it right, dude. Like he's not fum- He's doing the opposite of fumbling his bag. He like, is he is maximizing on what he has right now. <laughs> Y'all see them videos yeah. of him and Drake? Yes. Video of Dr- oh yeah, where he's on his shoulder. Yeah, that shit was like, crazy. Th- somebody was like, "Do you think they explored each other's bodies?" <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, dude. Um, I don't know, dude. Um, the thing is, I want to hate on Jack Harlow, but I can't. I can't even hate. Here's the thing, man. First of all, the nigga got a grind set, unironically. 
He unironically has a grind grind set. He unironically worked really hard to get where he is. He's pretty talented. I don't love his music, but I like it fine. Like I get the appeal. And he's actually a funny nigga. Like yeah. anytime I watch like an interview with him, I'm like, man, I like this nigga, bro. Like <laughs> Yeah. I can't help but like the nigga, man. I think I'm, like I'm losing. I think like not similar to Dave, like, but I think like he's gonna be just a great entertainer. Like I'd love to see him act. Yeah. You I mean, know what he's I mean? about well, to. Well, yeah, and they're talking about him. And do you see Quavo wants to be in it now, too? That's funny. Yeah, but... What's he acting in? What is well, no, he wants to White be White boys in, can't jump. Yeah. But he's just talking uh, about how he wants to do the reboot of it, but... No, I think he... He's, like, attached to it at this point. Really? Damn. I thought he was just talking, but... Uh, yeah, Damn. Who knows? Dude, he's... Nah, he's actually... Uh, I, I'll engage with a little bit of Jack Harlow content. I'm like, okay, this... Uh, you know, like the meme, like the classic, uh, white. What is it? This white boy is okay, meme. Uh, white boy, you. What is it? Yeah, that's it. That's w- it. Were there petting his head? Yeah. Oh, you okay. are white boy. Yeah. I don't that's how I that. feel about Jack Car. Jack Carlo. Yeah. I also feel uh, like he. Uh, I don't know. He, a lot of white white rappers can be like really easily cringe. Yeah, he's not cringy, and, and he's, he's also not, not trying to be black. He's just he's dancing on a little line right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> and he's fucking dancing so this is fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, that's a funny image. And he's not trying to be Eminem either. No, dude, please. Dude, yeah. I can't take it anymore. I'm gonna... Uh, that's an oh, awfully man. hot coffee You know how pot? hard it is to be from a city where the f- most famous rapper from here is Eminem? I need one of these Detroit rappers to get become the biggest rapper in the world for 10 years so niggas can finally stop asking about Eminem. <laughs> that's true. Like, we There's need a to lot. have, like, a Drake-sized rap. Like, that's how big Eminem is. Like, there's only... Like a handful of rappers. I'm not talking about like talent, you know. I'm talking about like yeah. literal like, like fame. Big There's Sean three is maybe or four rappers who've ever compared. Like Eminem. people still like talk about Eminem a lot around Detroit. Like how how does he no. affect you still? That's Dude. what I'm saying. Like I'm what, sure, actually, you know what? That's how they white, talk about him. White I'm sure people in Metro Detroit who don't live in the city talk about Eminem and like very much align Eminem with Detroit. Niggas in Detroit don't give a fuck about Eminem. So how does it especially affect especially niggas you? under like forty? Like, the old head niggas, like, it's a little bit different, but it's not, like, crazy. He's not, like, an icon for them. You know what I'm saying? But, like, for white people who live in the suburbs, they're like, oh, the Eminem, the trade icon. And then niggas in the city are listening to fucking Babyface Ray and fucking 42 Dog. Like, niggas is not listening to fucking no Eminem. Niggas is not, like, looking up to no damn Eminem. Like, that nigga is, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't even think Eminem... Is like the worst guy. He just got real annoying in the last like eight years. He should have just fucking made recovery and then never made another album. And he just had to unretire and make yeah. the five worst albums that have ever been made and revitalize all these his fans, which is really like the worst part. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's like people in Detroit. Kind of, it's complicated his relationship with Detroit. You know, um, that's fair. Like, and I feel like most places, like the huge, the biggest rappers in there, are like very much like embraced. And, like, very much, like, by, by, like, everybody and, like, by the core communities there. But Eminem is mostly embraced by, like, not the core community in Detroit. Like, which is, like, black people, like, poor black people. Like, the idea of poor black people riding around Detroit and they're, like, like listening to fucking, like, Eminem is bananas. Dun, dun, like, if I'm dun, in the hood dun, and I hear a nigga's window down dun, dun, and a nigga's playing Eminem, I'm going to fucking be, like, nervous. I'll be like, something's happening right now. You think, it ever was, you think it ever was like that? Like, even in his prime? I actually don't know. I wonder if Zay's out here. Um, hey Zay, oh where you go? You think? Do you think niggas was riding around listening to Eminem 
like in the city in the 2000s, like when Eminem was big? Yes. You think so? Absolutely. That's just something they love to There you go. You Officially answer. Yep. 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 Okay. Well, I also had an auntie. We were all in love with my mom, my uncle was white. So. Oh, that's no. Little, of course he was listening to that. Dude, if I was white and I looked like <laughs> my mom. My auntie oh. Really? So, Damn. You got to think about, too, like when Still Dre came out, too. Oh, yeah. He was in his silly area. He really is one of the first silly rappers. I got I to say, he opened some doors for silly rappers. <laughs> but uh, he did it in the worst possible way. <laughs> it's he, like he hey, opened the door to a building, but he, then that door went into a room. And he took the building. sacrifice so that other people could be silly. And he low-key <laughs> was like, even like starting like the fucking like sad drug rap in a sense. Like early on. He Dude, was, that is actually true, but he didn't do it in a cool way. And he came like, up with the word Stan. Like, I'm so addicted. I'm so sad. He made Stan a thing too. Yeah. That's crazy. That's really his cultural gift. Truly. Yeah. Holy shit. It's like, yeah. I wonder Ironic. why he. I wonder why he hasn't said nothing about that. He probably does have a bar about it somewhere in the last few albums, but. Dude, he's got lots of albums I've, I have never listened to all the way through. He probably yeah. has said something. Wait, here's Zay. Hey Zay. And you know. Come, wait, come give a come give a movie club opinion. You know, I'm the man who came up with Stan. Where. We're debating, so they asked if like Eminem is like a cultural icon here, and I was like, it's complicated because the niggas here don't really listen to Eminem. It's mostly white people who live in Metro. Detroit. I don't know if we asked, but that. then <laughs> we were talking about if niggas be listening, if niggas was really listening to Eminem like in the two thousands around here. And Diamond said y'all was just talking about this. Oh yeah, we literally were. Yeah, I um, I was talking about how I feel as if uh like Eminem really only got corny. It feels like when he turned into like a gritty old white man. So it's like, even if, if you look at Eminem's old catalog in the capsule and context of when it was released, like yeah, like it, I feel like it holds up well and it makes sense contextually and it makes a lot of sense for like Eminem as a artist and his space and like the space that he created in rap and hip hop. But it's like the shit with Eminem like sucking and being corny and being like a bad rapper or whatever. It's like yeah. a very. It feels like it's a very recent thing in terms of how long he's actually been making music, because it was like he did the flip where he just like it. It, be, it became like very insular, and he was just like, "Oh, I hate like all this new shit." Da, 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 yeah, like dropping diss tracks or whatever on like new, more relevant rappers and stuff like that, and like, um, and on top of just making like overall just bad music, like like. Trying to translate his old magic into like a, a current context with like modern sound or whatever, like doesn't make sense. Um, like this nigga not rapping over like my name is type beats anymore. That yeah. But that shit makes sense. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe we need to get Eminem back on the silly beats. Literally. Dude. That and like get him to just be rapping about silly shit again, because yeah. also he kind of stopped rapping about silly shit. Yeah, dude, he be rapping about very, very serious shit on serious trap beats, and it's awful. Yeah, but and all, but it makes sense because it's like, oh, I guess like if he's not in that place in life anymore, like it's probably more authentic. But it feels like it's like, oh, at a certain point, like if you was gonna be complaining about shit, you should probably just shut up. Y'all think y'all think Eminem be having good days? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Dude, he, he be sounding so upset all the time. Dude, wait, here's my hot take. He probably I fake upset. 
I think 95% of hip hop fans disagree with me. But the MGK Eminem disc is so much better than the Eminem MGK disc. Oh, for sure. And everybody hates the MGK disc, like, like, the, excuse me, the MGK, like, Eminem disc, like, the one that MGK made. And it's got, like, as many dislikes as likes on YouTube. That is one of my favorite diss songs of all time because he's literally just rapping about the nigga being old and a loser. And it's funny as fuck. And which is true. It's true. Which is true as fuck. Like, no, I'm Rap Devil was funny as fuck. You put the boobies in the tubie and now you're looking really ruby and stoopy. Like, Why are you smoking a doobie? Literally, and MGK is just like, you have $250 million, go home. <laughs> like, that's the whole disc. And he's like, he's like, uh, look at your little beard. You look weird. I'm like, true. It's an <laughs> awfully hot coffee pot. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Now, like, he really did. He dropped recovery, and he was like a superstar at that point, too. Like, even dude, at the end of I'm it all. I'm not like, afraid. Yeah, he had Love the Way You Lie with Rihanna. Like, that album was actually fire. And, and, then, he, hits. and then he came back with Marshall Mathers LP2. And then and rap, like rap God. And that was trash. And that should have been his last album. Well, no, and that was trash, and people hated that. So it's like, he shouldn't even done that. But recovery should have been the last. Yeah. There was a certain segment of people, though, that really loved the Rap God song. Or he should have just stayed on that superstar level. Like, every, you know what I mean? Like, every six years drop, like, the... A pop hit album. Yeah, well, he tried that, what, I guess, what, with the... I, oh, I, I don't mean to cut anyone off. What I'll argue with, though, about the Rap God shit, though, is that if you... If you truly enjoy Rap God and Rap God is like a pinnacle of hip hop for you, I argue that you don't genuinely enjoy what hip hop is. I, I see what you're saying. That, I agree. That, that like super fast uh, aspect of Rap God or whatever, it, it is like an element of hip hop, but I feel like what rap and hip hop is is like so much broader and deeper yeah. than like. That shit. Then be, a white man going like, "I'm beginning to feel like a rap guy." Literally, I summon in the dip, 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 dip. <laughs> like, you, Especially if you don't rap, you can listen to that and be like, "Wow, this is impressive." But it shouldn't be on anyone's pedestal in terms of like, "Oh, this is such like an amazing performance." Especially in the context of Eminem, because you think about it, he's been doing that shit. That wasn't yeah. even like some new shit yeah. that he was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah or yeah, the yeah. or the best version of that shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's pretty. Uh, Dude, here's the thing. I feel like if you're a legend, you get afforded one album that was bad that you shouldn't have put out after a good album, right? And for me, that was Marshall Mathers LP2. It's like, okay, you made Recovery. It was great and huge. You made Marshall Mathers LP2. You tried to do something good. It's not good. It's not the worst album in the world, but it's not good. If you ended your career on, like, one bad album, nobody's going to be mad. And then he made another one. And then he made another one. And, and then, then he made, he made another, another one, one a month and later. Then he made another one. And it's featuring like, Juice Why World. are you doing <laughs> this to your career? Money. Yeah. Dude, I think he just loves to rap too. That's true. I, that, I, think, I think that's I think it. honestly that might be the biggest part of it. This nigga don't need the bread, bro. No, he doesn't. Like, this nigga got so much bread. Yeah. It's um, pretty funny. Let's rate not the to, movie. Not to cut it off, but I got I got a slide. Yeah, let's rate the movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, what's our timestamp? Where are we at? Uh, we are at like an hour 40 and we did like 40 before this. Okay. Um, I liked the movie, but I didn't love the movie. I'm not going to lie. I didn't, this, I didn't, I enjoyed the movie, but I did not think the movie was that good. I give the movie maybe a five and a half, six. Wow. Damn. Damn. Sorry guys. Fair enough. What about you, Stevie? I'm giving it a solid 7.5. 7.5? Yeah. 7.5. Man, I gotta. 
And that's just being said. I action movies are usually not my cup of tea. Yeah. But I like this one. Yeah. Where are you writing this, Corey? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm I'm like confused on how I should write shit because I enjoy so much shit that like. That's how I feel too. You know, like that. It's like. I don't have, like, my, like, you know me, my critiques, like, I critique when I can, but, like, when there's movies that just are entertaining the full way through, it's hard for me to, like, I just want to give them, like, eights, you know, so Dude, I give then it just eight. do it. Yeah, there's I nothing give, wrong with that. I give it an eight. Let's go. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed the whole thing all the way through. It was fun. It was, uh, you know, looking back on it, it is, like, sillier than I, rem- you know, than I even noticed at the time, but, like, yeah. but I loved it. You know, I love the beginning with fucking... Don't let me be misunderstood. And he pulls out the cat with the tuna. Yeah, you know. That and then the tight. whole movie, you're like, "Where the fuck is this cat at?" Like, yeah. And then he, he grabs it right before the, <laughs> yeah, the burn just at the very down. fucking end. But yeah, no, I had a good time. So even by myself watching it, it was great. Hell yeah, dude, that's fire. Corey, yeah. um, do you want to hit me um tomorrow or right after this about the car? Uh, I'll hit you tomorrow. I bet. Yeah, I'll text you in the morning and um, yeah. Before All I right, sure. before All I right. dip out and see what this police situation is, uh, follow us at movieclub.com. Movieclub.com, you know what it is. Yes, sir. Thank you all Five for stars. listening. Thank Let's you, do. Rob, for joining Good us again. I'm glad you were on this Hell episode. Oh, yeah, dude. I missed you guys. It's yeah, we missed you, you too. Right now, Rob, there is it's just like police lights flashing outside it's the window. a car getting towed. Some truck, some truck blocked our whole driveway. So I was saying, Lewis, I'm going to be back in that bitch in two weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's real fun here. It's going <laughs> to be a, a big welcoming. The city's going to change once you enter. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. All righty. Y'all have a good week. All right. All right love y'all, guys. See you guys. See, see you, Stevie. Uh... See you, listeners. See you, Corey. Bye. Here we go again.